Hello, listening people. Hello. You are listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm Ryan. And I'm Bartek. And of course, you are listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. Bartek, what is it that we do on Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces? You sit down, you press the button with the red, the recording button, and we talk for like two hours. Jesus, it's a really long time. Yes, this and, is uh... a long one. <laughs> no, seriously, we... um. <clears throat> We take those movies, you know, those movies. You know those movies? Yes. Uh, you know, maybe they don't know. I'll explain it. Those movies are the ones that, you know, haven't been appreciated, once were and now are not. The ones that really need the appreciation today. We want hmm. you to watch these movies and understand what we, intellectuals, see in this movie so that we can give it the appreciation it deserves. That's beautiful. That was the whole soliloquy. Thank you, Vartek. Yeah, so we get unappreciated masterpieces, forgotten gems, such classic movies that are so classic that the general mass just doesn't appreciate them in their time. And what is this glorious unappreciated masterpiece that we're going to be doing for this episode, Bartek? Ladies and the other ones, <laughs> this episode, we are doing a new decade. <gasps> You know, we've done 90s and 2000s so far. I don't think we've delved out of that. No. So, you're probably thinking, Oh dear, they're probably doing the 1980s now. No. No, we're doing the current decade. And the movie that we are watching today is Annie. Oh, I... Oh. Uh, look. I didn't speak Polish, (laughs) but... Oh, shh. You're right. Um, so, I don't know what the movie... It sounded a lot like the English word. Annie, could the movie be oh shot in the dark? If I had to guess, what kind of Polish? Yeah, what do you think? Annie movie. Is? <laughs> I'm guessing that we're going to be watching Avengers Two: Age of Ultron. No, you stupido. We're doing Annie, also colloquially known as Black Annie. Oh, Annie from 2014, starring Jamie Foxx and Cameron Diaz. Yeah, and that other one who's the main character. <laughs> I can't pronounce her name. I, I looked at her name and I just gave up. I was like, oh, I could listen to someone you, say her name and I could get it wrong. I, I practiced her name before here and I got it right, but now I've forgotten how it's... You speak it Polish and you can't it's, get a black girl's name right? Now who's the racist? Jeez, I'm Martin. sorry, I, I practiced and I got it perfect. Perfection. The last name's Wallace. Wallace. K. Wallace. <laughs> yeah. So we are doing the 2014 classic Annie, but we can't do it alone. Oh. That's right, Bartek. We are usually joined with a guest. And Bartek, who is our lovely guest for today? Our guest today is Madison. <laughs> Hi, Madison. I forgot your last name. That's right. I'm the token ginger, so it's okay. Her last, yeah, that's it. She's talking to you. Hello, Madison. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. I just watched. I watched Annie. So I'm um, good too. I watched it last night. So we all watched it last night. I finished watching it for the first time, and uh, we have a Facebook discussion, Bartek and I, for this show. And all I typed was Cameron Diaz. And I respond with, I got 25 minutes left from the movie. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but you get 25 more minutes of Cameron Diaz. And boy, is that an accurate description of the movie. Yeah, she was in all 25, well, most of the 25 minutes. <laughs> she was in like 25 minutes of the movie. Like when you sent me that message, she was talking to the bodega guy. 
Brilliant. So we all watched Annie. Um, how did you? How did you? How did you guys feel? It was our, all our first time watching this version of Annie. Of uh, any version for me. For you, have you ever watched Annie being a ginger? I have. It's my favorite ginger-related movie. But really, not ginger snaps. Not ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Close second. Close um, second. Yeah, it was it was good, interesting. Interesting. Lots interesting. of emotions were felt. Lots of emotions. This is our first musical on the show that we've done. We've never done mm. a musical before, and I felt like we had to do a musical. And I think Bartek, even you once commented, Ryan, we've got to do a musical. And I just thought to myself, what, what musical? Like an actual filmed musical is unappreciated in our in our current time. And I, it's really hard because when I think of film musicals I think of like you know Oliver Phantom of the Opera and Oliver and like all these films and I was just like Annie Annie I remember I remember 2014's Annie this is the most recent movie we've done too so oh yeah so it's in the in the memory pretty pretty fresh in comparison to some of the other ones that we've done and I remember vividly standing in uh, Flinders Street waiting for a tram and there was just the giant like billboard screen of of Jamie Fox and it just said like Annie and I just remember being back then going Jamie Fox playing Annie no thanks <laughs> did I know that he is not in fact playing Annie he is in fact playing what was it Bill Stacks William Stacks Bill Billy Stacks, Stacks. <laughs> so Annie is the film yes 2014 Annie so we're going to start this magnificent film, this unappreciated masterpiece, this, oh, this, this, this is just a movie. It's, this is just a film. We're going to start it in three, two, one, play. Beautiful stuff. So. Beautiful click. It was a beautiful clicking sound. So this was everyone's first uh, dip into the new Annie Bartek. What was your experience with this? How did you feel when when I actually did say we're going to be doing Annie, Black Annie, Blanny, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Blanny, nickname for Blanche? <laughs> How did you feel? And um, what was your experience watching it last night for the first time? Ah, uh, well, yeah. So my thing was, oh, that movie. I heard about that movie. It's mm. it, I. My understanding of it was that it was very much targeted at a black audience, but. Having watched it, I don't really think it's exclusively a black audience because the one, yeah. the one experience, well, not experience, the one review talk about it that I've heard of was on the cinemasnob.com. They have a show called Midnight Screenings. Yeah. And in it, for that show, they sent one white guy to the cinema and he mm-hmm. said that he was the only white person there and a black woman asked him, what's a white, what's your white ass doing here at Black Annie? <laughs> so I, I th- that's sort of what I thought was I was walking into, but no, even from the first shot, no mm. black people. I think doing this film, I think it's appropriate for us three white people to <laughs> talk about it, don't you, Madison? I think to get the white perspective, because Annie doesn't have enough white perspective. I don't think. I don't think so either. I don't think. I don't think we've had enough white Annie experiences. So. Um, yeah, but like, that's the thing. Um, when I watched it too, I was expecting it to be like Black Annie, Blanny, like this whole joke I've heard of, like, you know, the black rendition of Annie. 
you know, Annie's very white. I think we can all agree that, like, the original Annie, the whole thing, ginger orphan girl meets the president. And it was set Sun in, will come out tomorrow. And all it was that. set in the 30s, too. Set in the 30s and all that. It's very, you know, it's one of those musicals that is very white for no reason, really. It's like, that's how it's instilled. So I think it's very brave of the filmmakers and, oh, I don't know, Jay-Z and Will Smith and Sia... And his wife, Wilson's wife. <laughs> and Sia. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't have as much of a part in the music side of it as Will Smith did, at least. He kind of helped in a little. But Jay-Z and Sia worked on this. Worked on this. Brilliant. I mean, the song will come out tomorrow, of course. Hard Knock, Hard Knock Life. Some of these classics. Do we all know the music to Annie in general? I'm, I don't really I know, apart s- from those two main songs. I knew some of the songs that I I didn't know that some of those songs originated from Annie, but I knew mm. some of the songs in this movie. I'm not typically into like contemporary music, so yeah, music I, I noticed the older ones a bit more. Music. I noticed the, <laughs> the 19th... musical theater from like <laughs> the 30s. I know that, yeah. So I was surprised but... when some of these songs that I did know originated from Annie. Yeah. yeah. Well, in all fairness, some of the songs in here I did not I did not find out which ones. Some of them are new songs added to the musical and you know look if i had to take a guess at which ones they were i think i could take a guess because there are some of them that just don't really fit in with the style of the music of annie even if this new modern upped version of it yeah did you have a favorite uh song even if you don't know the name of them a favorite uh musical sequence like in the movie yeah um Mine were like the favorite, like old classic ones. Oh, yeah. I know. I loved Cameron Diaz. I did love that one as well. Crawling around, seeing children everywhere. Like, that was her nightmare. Little girls, yeah. Her nightmare was seeing little girls. And it was terrifying to me as someone who also does not like children. Are uh, they all right? You just see little girls everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they keep following me. I keep telling the police that it's not my fault, but they don't believe me because I'm a straight white male. Uh, so, here's something I thought was very interesting, if you guys picked up on it. I think, for the first half of the movie, at least, uh, all the music, the sounds of the outside world is incorporated into the track of the song. Did you guys notice that? Oh, like, Hard Dock yeah. Life, definitely. And this opening yeah, number. Like this opening and a few of them, and some of, some of you know, some will come out tomorrow, had this... How do you guys feel about that? Because that's not a very common thing to happen in movie musicals. Like, it makes sense on stage. It makes it feel way more creative. But how did you guys feel about it in a movie? Um, Like, I liked it, yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, I thought it really suited the movie. Yeah. Otherwise, it's because it, I gradually kind of bought in the music. Otherwise, it's like, bam, song sequence. Yes, and then there's <laughs> points in which they do go, bam, song yeah. sequence. <laughs> and you keep wonder... Keep your toes. And you, yeah, keep... <laughs> Madison gets it. This movie is all about keeping you on your toes. Like, for instance, I know we're jumping ahead a little, but there was a scene, musical scene later on, in which Rose Byrne and Annie just start singing about how magnificent this house that she lives in is. I think I'm going to like it here. I did not expect expect that to happen, and boy, am I proud. I didn't expect that the Russian lady would join them in the song. The the Russian lady who is probably, like, 
in her late 20s, but she comes off as if she is, in fact, 59 years old. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And she's like, she's young, she's clearly younger than J.B. Fox, and she's like, oh, oh, you know, she's just putting on, this. she feels so old. <laughs> so, so here we're introduced to his, uh, not lackeys, or right-hand, left-hand his, people. Uh, yeah, his team. Yeah. His, what they're So, uh, my initial impression of it was that they'd kind of, like, be, you know, his yes-men, sort of, to compare them to another characters from movies we've seen, from, um, the Shaggy Dog, the two scientists. Like, yes, they were the just going to be to these two goofy people who, for the whole movie, are just going to be, like, overly organised, like, saying, oh, this is your polls, this is your... Yeah. But no, they ended up being significant characters. Now, if a movie like this had any time... Because in the original, like, she meets FDR, the president. Hence, at the start, she talks about FDR being her favourite president. It's a slight little wink into the origins, the, the real... The reference. The reference. This is... Look, Obama makes a lot of weird comedy sketches like he appears yeah. on between two ferns with uh zach galifianakis and he appears he does lots of comedy sketches and just random things if there was ever a time for obama to make a cameo in a movie it was black annie yeah. blanny <laughs> she should have she should have walked up to him and confused him for jamie fox <laughs> like, yeah would it be great if the winner of the the the, the you know the candidacy candidacy you know being the candidate for mayor was barack obama <laughs> like, <laughs> instead yeah. of that white guy <laughs> instead of like that white guy who for some reason has michael j fox's support <laughs> <laughs> that was like the weirdest part <laughs> okay so We've been introduced to all these characters so far. We've got Bill Stacks, we've got the press team, we've got the weird Italian owner guy that probably appears in two scenes yet you think yeah. is going to be really important well, to the he plot. He appears more than two times, but it is always out of nowhere. You get the lovely, eloquent performance of Cameron Diaz. She's got so many photos of herself. Mm. As would I yeah. if I was Cameron Diaz, because <laughs> she is an incredibly attractive woman. Not right now. They make her quite ugly in this movie, but <laughs> because you know she's supposed to be pretty much a, a whore, uh, <laughs> alcoholic, an alcoholic. Yeah. She's stuck in the yeah. past. Her fashion she's... is early two thousands and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, Cameron Diaz is in this movie. I kept writing in my notes, because I wrote notes for this, Madison. I just kept writing Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz, because she just... There's some performers who put in the extra effort. You know, we're all actors. We've acted before. We've done performances. And sometimes in a performance, you know, when you're going through the rehearsal process or whatever, it's sometimes easy to go... Like, to say, learn your lines. You go through different series of, like, characterizations. Like, you could be like, you know the sun will come out tomorrow. Or you could say, like, the sun... But, you know, sometimes you goof around, you goof around, and you're like, the sun will come out tomorrow! And that's Cameron Diaz's acting choice for this entire film. She really went with it. She... She took it and she ran with it. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen such uh, a ludicrously, outrageously energised performance since the CGI kangaroo in Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> And she is not CGI as much plastic surgery as she has had that makes me think she is in fact a CGI person. There was a bit of foreshadowing there. When Annie was reading her note, she wasn't even looking at the note. Oh. Sorry, sorry, yes. I was just preparing 
for a, a weirder comment from Bartek because every time we do, there's a foreshadowing. You are the one who's like foreshadows something ludicrous. So I was no, I was doing it straight. We <laughs> did a quiz, Madison. A quiz. Which Annie character are you? Oh, now, Bar- <laughs> Annie. <laughs> now Bartek and I uh, got the same character. Would you like to have a guess which character we would have got? It is a male or female. You don't have to stay to one gender for this one. I want to say, I just want to say Annie because I would just love that. We weren't Annie. No. We were the amazing character of Grace. The, uh, the, the, you know, Bill Stax's, uh, female team member. The Her love, in, his love interest. His technical love interest when the plot demands it. The one yeah. who, the one who has friends. You yeah. know the one who has yes. friends? We also have friends. We've got Madison we do. on the show. We so. have friends. Okay. Yeah. We have friends. So now they're about to sing. They are singing. <sighs> Hard knock life. I'm Pepper in this uh, movie, the one orphan girl, sorry, foster girl, who foster just kid. would yeah. rather yes. not be here right now and tell them yeah, to shut up. This Look, I'm her. Yeah. I, that's, I wrote she's minor, nearly 13, though. She's a realist. She's a realist. You, know, you were a 13-year-old girl on, once, on that idea. Some might say that you still look like a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> were you like that? Um, Were you, you know, if I start, if I was an eight-year-old kid started singing, and when you join in a hard knock life, would you just be like, oh? Were I would, you the I'd probably kid? be a little bit angsty about it. Were you an angsty kid? Um, not that angsty, but um, <laughs> maybe if I was a foster kid, I would have been that angsty. As, <laughs> yeah, that's a good a, a teenage foster kid. Yeah. So you'd be less an Annie, more of a Pepper. Pepper Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I wouldn't look some out a window might, and sing, put it that way. Some racists might say, Annie looks a bit like Pepper. Oh, that's terrible, by <laughs> sake. Why would you say that? I don't get it. So this movie does interesting <laughs> things with some of its songs where, you know, the singing characters and the dancing characters, they're in the realm of the musical. And mm. there's a character who's just like, why are you singing? Come on, don't do this. <gasps> okay, I'm yeah. glad you commented on that, right? I wrote in my notes and I've come up with a great movie plot idea. I only noticed that when um, the character called Guy, you know, the bad mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. There's a bit later where Annie starts singing at this, you know, big gala event and everyone starts joining in and Guy just turns around and he's like, wait, what? Like, why is everyone singing? And it's just like, makes you think, what is the law of a musical world? You know, like, you've mentioned it. Some people don't know. So I wonder if you made a movie about Guy and it's called... Something interesting, but it's like, you know, between the beats. Mm. And you find out that Guy lives in a musical world, but he has only interacted with people and the world in between the songs. Like, you know, he's <laughs> been away when there's right, been a yeah. song. He's been away asleep he's when been, there's been musical numbers. He was in the plot realm. Yeah, he he is in the expositions of the of the musicals. And then he discovers that he's in a musical world and it, like, completely changes his life, you know? And I call it, like, between the beats. That's good. <laughs> I know, right? Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. Or, like... But now you have to write some songs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <Yeah. laughs> but you hear, like, the ends of songs. I like the idea, too, that maybe, like, Annie... You know the film Philadelphia with Tom Hanks in which he's a gay man and he gets AIDS and it becomes this big thing? That movie, but with Annie, and instead of AIDS, it's a suffering of musicals in which music being music, being in a musical is, in fact, a disease that transfers from person to person. 
<laughs> yeah? You like that yeah. idea? Yeah. And it becomes this emotional drama musical. There's not enough drama musicals out there. We can't all be like rent. That also involves AIDS, oddly enough. Lots <laughs> of AIDS musicals going on. So this song started off by the characters saying it's a hard knock life a few times, just so you know that what the song's coming Look, up is. I did not realise Hard Knock Life was from Annie, to be honest. I knew Me of neither. it. I thought it was from Austin Powers 3, Gold Member. I knew it was. With, with yeah. Dr. Oh, Evil yeah. singing it in prison. And Mini-Me. <laughs> and Mini-Me. Yes. And I do believe that song, the rap song, was by uh, Jay-Z. Yes. Mm. So he And he sampled Hard Knock Life. What a weird thing for a rapper to sample. You know, like, I understand, like, Nicki Minaj samples, you know, I like big butts and whatever, because that's already gangster rap. But there's just, Jay-Z was just sitting down and he just went, what am I going to get to boots my street cred? Sample Annie. <laughs> the <laughs> whitest thing ever. I'll sample that. Like, what, what, what is he going to sample next? The Milky Bar Kid? I mean, like, what's Ginger he gonna... Snaps. <laughs> now, that, I would listen to that. <laughs> I would listen to Ginger Snaps. So, um. I like the choreography. The choreography is quite amazing, considering also that they're children. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and it's film. They have been practicing. They they <laughs> they live this lifestyle, a hard knock one that it is. They've been living it so much that they just go through the beats, <laughs> beat yeah. by beat. They can just they can plate juggle. They can yeah climb up. Watching it without <laughs> sound. Yeah, watching this without sound, you have to pay attention to the chore- uh, choreography. And is there not an easier way to wash the like, floor? I feel like she's made that a little bit worse. <laughs> she made it. She made more worse. worse. She made it like ten million times worse. <laughs> So, which character was your favourite, guys? Madison, who's your favourite? You, you, even if you don't remember their name, just describe them. And oh, I'll, I'll I know. have all of it. Um, yeah, all, there's so many. So many. So many A-plus I mean, characters. there's like eight orphans here. Yeah, it took me a while to actually count how many there were, because <laughs> they just all move around. <laughs> yeah, they're just all over the sh- shop. Oh. I know, there's a lot of characters. Um, I kind of even like the dog that it like arrives later. <laughs> I love the, the the dog that set up the whole movie because she was chasing that dog. Yeah. Mm. So the dog, that's a good choice. That's usually like the okay. We did a film last uh, episode called Catch That Kid with Kristen Stewart, and I chose oh, yeah. the most absurd character to be my favorite, which was like yeah. a background extra <laughs> <laughs> who was covering his ears. Uh, but this time around, Bartok, I'm going to be fair. My favourite character for a long time was Guy. Uh, he I was so similar. He was yeah. so evil, but then I won over to Grace. And not because in a quiz I was called Grace by Who Are You and Annie, but I love that Grace is just like... She's Rose Byrne, Australian actress, after all. She is just in this movie being Grace, and she's like, I have friends. I have friends and yeah. like has this giant like she just won't stop talking about like, her friends I like this guy as well I was gonna say he mm. was yeah. one of my favorites. he plays a similar character in Orange is the New Black he's so central is he? <laughs> <laughs> we know what type of guy gets Madison in there professionals <laughs> professionals <laughs> In waistcoats. Waistcoats are underrated. They are, indeed. So, his entire lines of dialogue is what? <laughs> his, his chemistry with Cameron Diaz is excellent. I was actually upset mm. that he wasn't in the film again. Like, at the end or something? Like, mm. wouldn't, it be, oh, wouldn't it be great if he was Annie's dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. And she's like, Dad? And he's like, what? 
<laughs> I'm clearly white. I don't remember dating a black woman. <laughs> like, you, know, you don't have to date, you just have to fuck. Okay, but I don't think they're more sensual than this kid's film. <laughs> okay, I don't, from. <laughs> I don't remember fucking a black chick. And then he like, thinks into his head and he goes, Oh, that, <laughs> there was that one time that I found a glory hole. <laughs> and he just, like, just starts thinking about it. He found a We've gone from a kid's movie to this. Like, he's, Where he is found his a, movie he called found... What? 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 <laughs> you were saying about it? He found a glory hole. Like, was it being used, or did he have to use it? No, he had to. Do you know how glory holes work? Yeah, I know. Okay, so I don't think you do. A glory hole is when there's a hole in like the bathroom door, right? Yeah. Or the wall. Here's a guy. If he's having sex with a chick, I don't think she could stick her vagina through the glory hole he has to stick his no, dick through no. into the vagina to get her pregnant imagine no, the first was... person that did that like the first person like the there's a hole person... in the bottom no, I'm wall. gonna stick my cock in there let's just see what happens <laughs> I'm asking if the glory hole was being used by another guy when he saw it no I think he just saw it and just went huh well a woman's gotta be on the other side obviously like, this is a men's bathroom there must be a woman on the other side <laughs> there's this urban legend story about glory holes. I like there's many over legend stories, but there's one where like this gay young man was in there and uh, a cock went through the glory hole and he like sucked it off and then he walked out and the guy was his dad. <laughs> <laughs> and the good story about that is who let that one out? Like who let that story out of the bad? Like, honey, did you see dad today? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh, just gosh. does everyone. So, back to the film. <laughs> back to the film. Uh, Jamie Foxx is in this movie. And he was doing a lot back then. Yeah, this was right after Django Unchained, yeah. I think. Mm. Yeah. He was doing a fair bit. He was doing Django. He was in Horrible Bosses 2. Uh, as yeah. a motherfucker Jones or something. Yeah. Oh, I saw the first one. He was in that then. Yeah, right? he was in the second one for the sequel. Now, as you guys could hear, I am sick. Uh, just so in case I'm coughing to death or sneezing or dribbling, I watched Catch That Kid and I must have caught something <laughs> afterwards. I swear, like, after watching that movie, I was, I'm sick. I haven't... You've been sick since Catch That like Kid? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, Jamie Foxx is about to feed hobos. Uh, uh, and, uh, bums. Bum- right. <laughs> bums is the appropriate term, Madison, but he keeps oh, calling them hobos. I like there is Okay. Some people did not like this movie, and that's understandable. People like Annie, the original. And some people just don't like musicals. Some people don't like this. But you can't accuse a film of laziness, because there's a bit later on in which Annie says to him, you've got to stop spitting out your food. You're not a camel. Which is a great tie back to mm. this incident that's about to happen, in which he spits food at a homeless person. I just love the fact that A few times, actually. <laughs> also, who's, like, never had mashed potatoes? Yeah... I, I don't know, some freaks. You know Andrew Garfield, the actor who played Spider-Man in Amazing Spider-Man? He hates smashed potatoes. Well, that, like, he, he just... <laughs> but he's disappointed about it. Like, he's like, I can eat every other kind of potato except for mashed. And you see the, like, sadness in his eyes. As you can see the sadness in everyone's eyes with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> this must have been a fun day on set. Because you know how in films... 
when you're acting, you have to do a scene again and again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he has to do that again and again. As does he have to put hand sanitizer on his hand. Well, you gotta love Purell. Yeah. So, a lot of high caliber actors in this one, hey guys? So many cameos. Mm. There are many cameos, and, uh, you know, even the main cast is pretty well known. Even Annie is an unknown. She she was she's been in a quite a bit of bit of things. She was in some really big movie just before this. Originally, this was gonna be uh, Will Smith and his daughter yeah. Willow Smith. I wonder what happened there. Now in the trivia, but uh, I read of that. In, in the yeah. trivia, this is the time in which it should have been like, who is gonna play Bill Stacks? Was it A? Jamie Foxx. No, who was going to play A, Will Smith, or B, Seth Green? And and yes, it should have been Seth Green. Oh my god. So, originally it was going to be Will Smith and Willow Smith when she had a music career. Remember when Willow Smith actually was important? She used to whip her hair back and forth. Yes, she did. And I don't know what she does now. I guess she's living in Jaden's shadow. Jaden. She cut her her hair short. (laughs) Jaden, the most useless thing ever. But the point is that she was a little too old to play Annie. I reckon she should, she still should have done it. Like, look at this woman. She's clearly like in her late the, like late twenties, early thirties, and she's clearly playing like a sixty year old woman. Like, I don't know. Her attitude is just, you know. I guess when you're playing Russian women, there are no such thing as young Russian women unless they're like sleazy prostitutes. So she's got to play old Russian woman, you know? Like, ugh. yeah. Like, look at her now. <laughs> You know, she was in the film. She was also having a good career at this time. She was in the film Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. She was, like, the only female character that wasn't a slut, basically. She was, like, the one in the office, like, the the, the housewife turned, like, mogul who's, like, an absolute bitch. But she wasn't a slut. Like, she's one of the few female characters. And here she is a nanny. What a step up. She went from (laughs) Oscar-winning Wolf of Wall Street to Annie. Um, you know, the best film ever made. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like Wolf of Wall Street that much. It, it didn't have enough musical numbers like Annie. Well, yeah, this movie also had some Oscar nominees in it. Like Jamie Foxx. Like Annie and jo- Jamie Foxx and stuff like that. And uh, that's... Cameron Diaz? Has she been nominated? I'm I pretty don't... sure she would have been nominated for Shrek 2. She should have been. She should have mm. been nominated for this movie. Oh. This is, in fact, Cameron Diaz's last movie as of this current date. She did win some award. I think she won an award for this movie. A Razzie? Or... I think it was a Golden Raspberry. But she was also nominated for, like, a Nickelodeon Kids', Kids Choice, Choice Award. award. Yeah. So Two of them, actually. This is Cameron Diaz's last movie as of this current date in 2016. This was two years ago, which... You know, isn't that long in normal people time? But in film acting time, that's a long time to be gone. And she was doing heaps of movies. At this time, she was doing, like, The Other Woman and The Counselor and on and on. It goes back to, like, Bad Teacher, which will be done on this show hopefully one day. (laughs) And because that is a great movie. I've heard good things about it. Oh, yes, it's amazing. Uh, You know, it's got everyone in it. It's got Cameron Diaz. I mean, what else do you do? So, as we're talking about Cameron Diaz having departed from film acting for the moment being, The Sun has come out tomorrow. Uh, whilst we've been talking, this is, of course, the <laughs> new rendition of so probably guy, the most is, iconic song. This guy's throwing yeah. up a child, throwing and up then, and down. And then, 
There's, it's, it's a, a bucket. <laughs> it's a bucket. Okay, okay. I didn't know what that was happening because I saw. I didn't see the part with the kid in the mirror. I didn't connect it. I just saw him throwing a bucket. I'm like, why is he doing that? Like, what's his job requirement? He's like the world's worst workman. So just throwing a bucket is it like? It's not spilling though. That's true. Is it like in the reflections of things, the world is better? But no, then... she's having. She's imagining a bunch of people. With children, and she's a foster kid, and she yeah. wants to, she wants to be she's a like, kid Mom to someone. And Dad. So, uh, Bill Stacks is everywhere in this movie. Like, not mm. the character, but his brand, mm. Stacks. And do you remember what the slogan is? Yes, never dropped a call. Yeah, no, but his political slogan uh, is never drop a person, citizen. Never drop a citizen, never and drop it's a person. Never, never, never drop, drop a baby. <laughs> do not ever ever eat. Uh, you know, this, and of course, this is about a girl who has been dropped. Mm. Isn't that emotional, Bartek? Do you feel the emotions? Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know his the character in the original Annie is not called Bill Stacks. Yeah, he's something Bucks. Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks? Yeah, that's what they call him. I can't remember if his first name, but he's commonly known as Daddy Warbucks. You ready? He's my favourite character, guys. The dog. Yeah. <laughs> is he because he's, he he's the bullies? <laughs> the bullies that we never see again. They have infinite they're the cans only, to throw. Like, they're the only boys. Uh, only young boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, correct. Were there any in the school? Oh, fuck the school. <laughs> school in the school one was so scene. long ago. I'm more interested about this what guy and his glory holes, damn it, than kids in school. <laughs> oh, the driver. He's oh, wait, wait, can we talk about this? The, the guy was just like, oh, the car's broken down. Quick, leaf fight. And just throws a branch at Jamie Foxx. What was that supposed to be? Well, like, did he fired him, didn't he? Like a few seconds before? No, he fired the driver. Oh, the driver. He, he ex- who stays on for the rest of the ex- movie. Yeah, he, <laughs> he just, just never like, leaves. Like, no. Guy explained why he did the thing. It was like Leaf fight. It's whimsical. People will like him. But it's still things. stupid. It's I love very it. stupid. But that's why he was your favorite character. Bartek, Leaf fight. <laughs> and just like, literally, do you guys know that we have leaves? Rustle some leaves at the microphone so they think we're doing it. <laughs> I'll put in a sound effect later. How many cans do they have? <laughs> 14 between them. So seven each. This dog is just upset, and Jamie Foxx is so cool that he pops the collar. He's the one responsible for this. Like he's like, I saved you. Like if oh, want me to bring that truck back? He doesn't. You're the one who pushed her into the truck. He doesn't. Mister? He doesn't See show it? off that he saved her or anything. No, he. But he then does take advantage of it. Do you think Jamie Foxx is a good man in this movie? Not just like is he a good man in general? Because I imagine he is. He seems like a nice guy. He's nice, nice white teeth. He he becomes a <laughs> trust somebody with white teeth. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a horrible man. It's just that the people that he surrounds himself with, aka guy, m- makes him do things with question questionable motives. Mm, he is a cold hard businessman though. He is, but um, he mentions that he is that way because it's his um metaphorical attempt to find. The memory of his father or something like that. Yes, he avoids 96th Street at all costs, because that's where he grew up. I thought it was going to be like, oh, I killed someone there. (laughs) Because I was in Django, remember that? (laughs) I like J.B. Fox. I've liked him since the movie Collateral with Tom Cruise, in which he had to be a taxi driver. Oh, celebrity cameo. Oh my god, who was that celebrity? I missed it. They burnt their hands. Oh no. I forgot what her name is. But I love this scene, because he's so intense with his stress ball, and then Rose Byrne, Grace, 
the saving grace of the movie comments that his eye vein is is throbbing or something and it's just like thank you i loved guy because he was the most cartoony in the cartoon movie like without a doubt this movie is a cartoon but he's like the only one i feel like as an actor uh, his name's like, what is it, like, Bobby Cannavale or something or other? Something. He's like the only one that's read the script and went, well, this is a cartoon. <laughs> Am I the only one who sees this? This is a kid's movie. And everybody else is like, nah, this is like, this is like the colour purple. Mm. Vein is bulging. But he was like the only one who like, him and Cameron Diaz both read it as cartoons. And that's why I think they have a scene together. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen the original Annie's like mentioned, so I don't remember what his equivalent character is and what her equivalent character is in comparison to what this is. But I don't know. There's a scene later where they meet up and they plot together, and I have no idea why. But we'll get to that. Hannigan, Cameron Diaz, has a great moment here in which she's like, I want to talk about the girl in your care, and she just has a long extended... Uh, yeah, that was really. Uh, and it keeps it's going around. And, oh, it goes on for ages, and it's like the best thing ever. So, Bartek, tell us about your experience. Anything that you want to talk about? Any little questions or experience with this movie? Anything that really jumped out at you, or anything about what's happening right now? Anything, Ryan? Yes, we've yes we've already talked about glory holes. So yeah, you could go on <laughs> about what you like. <laughs> I mean, we can only go from we can only go up from there. We can't go any further down. Well, in a few seconds, <laughs> you're gonna go with something even worse. Are you going? No, I'm not actually. In a few seconds, we're gonna get uh, prostitution references, aren't we? Or is that later? Mm. No, I'm sorry. I think that's later because Stax is in the scene. Mm. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Yeah, she's show. also not dressed like a prostitute. So yeah. So. You like the fact that Cameron Diaz could be... Oh, we haven't even talked about the shopkeep owner guy. The man? We briefly did, but yeah, let's talk about him some more. Where he's in love with Cameron Diaz. Yes. For, and uh, I and no- he sees the best in her. Like, he's yeah. like, you're a good woman. Yeah. And I only noticed it during while we were watching earlier, when we cut to Annie changing the tags on his bottles... Uh, he had a picture of Cameron Diaz. Yes, he has And her, the CNC Music Factory. He has her thing. He's a big fan of her. He it makes me it, wonder, yeah. know, wonder how long he's known her. You know what I mean? Like, how long has he known Cameron Diaz? Like, maybe mm. that's a Romeo and Juliet story, you know? Like, maybe there's a sequel. Yeah, called, like, you know... Uh, no longer uh, any. No longer any. <laughs> it's called Diaz. Diaz. <laughs> There he is. Oh, this is... Is this the scene? No, no, no. This no. is Romeo and Juliet-ish as well. Yeah. Balcony. Balcony. Down. She's got a scowl on her face, just like Juliet. He's you know. like, I'm fun-loving, a little bit got, chubby, but I'll I got my pants on to dance. I got I've got the attitude of a 12-year-old, just like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like Romeo just and Juliet. Just like Romeo and Juliet. She's, all, she's looking after foster kids. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like Romeo. So many a lo- parallels. A lot of things aren't going Cameron Diaz's way, because earlier on, when Annie came home from her... <laughs> <coughs> that one, sorry, poor, sorry. Poor Ryan. When she came home from her trip to the quote library, Cameron Diaz told <laughs> her yeah, go to the library. She went to the Russian lady. Uh, when she came back, Cameron Diaz told her that she talked to what guy? And uh, <laughs> what guy? And apparently, uh, Annie's gonna get moved to a different home. But mm. that doesn't 
happen or get brought up ever again because yeah, never. things don't go Cameron Diaz. She was way. lying, I think. Plot twist. Well, I think Cameron <laughs> Diaz was lying because you could tell by the way she see Cameron Diaz very very talented actress. It's not just in the face with her, you know, she's very you know, she's an incredibly attractive woman, but she has a very uh, elastic face. Like she kind of reminds me of of like a very pretty, but like a, a female. If she did comedy more, a female equivalent of Jim Carrey. You know, she has this very rubbery face going on, and we made jokes about plastic surgery earlier, but it doesn't matter. But like, she has like this very rubbery face. But when she delivered those lines, it was in the voice that it kind of felt like it was a deceit, a deception. It was just a bluff. Like she doesn't have that control. Like, did you see the what guy? She wasn't gonna get him to do anything for her. You know, he's just like what. What? What? By the way, that what guy, uh, I recommend looking up his stand-up. He's a good stand-up comedian. He's actually really funny. He has some good stuff on, like, Netflix and other stuff like that. He's really, like, he's a real good storyteller comedian, like, really sad storytelling comedian. Like, he has this one about, like, his girlfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> like, and it's not about him. But, yeah, I recommend that. But, look, if we can recommend anyone to do stand-up comedy i think it's jamie fox because it felt like he was a stand-up comedian for a lot in this movie like give him a microphone and a spotlight and it's basically him being like what's the deal with these foster kids (laughs) 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 he is willing to adopt her oh no adopt her look after her for a period of time and he's actually willing to just like abandon her after i think that's pretty cold bartek Ben, pretty... you mean when the fake? No, no, no. Like this or... right here, he gets sprung. Her, it gets sprung on him that he should look after her. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to do that. And then it's like, well, once the once this is over and you get elected, we can just put her back in the system. And he's like, yeah, good idea. Well, like Jamie Foxx his... is willing to let this girl be a chess piece. Well, in his defense, she's fine <laughs> with it too. Yeah, it's because she just wants to live anywhere other than with fucking Cameron Diaz. I do not blame her. She wants to eat lobster. Yeah, she wants would to eat... You, why would you feed a kid lobster if you're like, okay, we're going to make lunch for a 10-year-old? She lobster. can't even lobster. read, <laughs> let alone eat lobster. She's probably sitting there like, what is this thing? Okay, that is a... Look at these two men up against each other. Oh, yeah, look. You know, like, she's playing with lobster. You know, I actually, I play with lobsters. If, I've, if I have one, or if I have prawns, I put the prawn head on my finger and I just make a <laughs> and you make your, And you make your own Annie. <laughs> I do, I do. I play out the whole Annie. So you're Ginger, yes. and you're an actress. Can you sing? Um, In the technical sense, yes. Would you ever audition to be Annie? <laughs> Even though you're like a full-grown woman now. <laughs> but you're, like I said, you look like you're 13. Come on. With a bit of makeup, like yeah, wear a sports bra all the time. Like I might pass as being like thirteen. Yeah, um, <laughs> if you really tried. If I really tried. Yeah, and Sia does the music for it, and you could be her new weird, you know, that ballerina girl that Sia has in every film clip. The one. Yes. And the person that. And plays... I could be Shia LaBeouf. And <laughs> 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 why was Shia LaBeouf not in this as Daddy Daddy Warbucks? I mean, Bill Stacks. The sure. person who plays Daddy Warbucks should be like ten years old, just to contrast. <laughs> it should be that kid from the movie Room. He's <laughs> like Daddy Warbucks, and he's your dad. <laughs> and Bartek can play the old Russian lady. <laughs> and, Perfect. And I'll be Grace. <laughs> no, no, Bartek. 
Yeah. In the first part, in the first act, you'll be Grace. And then in oh, the then second act, I'll be Grace. <laughs> no one no And one we can knows. all be the Russian lady. Okay, so the Russian lady here is very active in this scene. Um, Bartek, I didn't get to hear before, sorry. Who was your favourite character? Oh, shit, yeah. Um, yeah, well, you asked me that when the what guy came in, and I said that <laughs> for a while, I thought it would be him. <laughs> but that one scene he was in, yeah. Yeah, but, um... I don't know, there are a lot of characters in this movie that I could say are, like, my favourites. So yeah. In a more... Because <clears throat> when we bring up our favourite characters, we tend to go for the, oh, you know, that one guy who did that one really silly thing in that yeah, one like scene. Yeah, like, guy. Mm. Like, well, like, to talk about Catch That Kid again, the man who really... <laughs> sensitive ...worried about how loud the alarm was. In the background, actually, um, yeah. In a, in a topic not like that, I really liked Jamie Foxx. His character, yeah, Jamie mm. Fox was really good in this. I felt like his ca- character transformation throughout the movie was very genuine. I yeah, felt. I felt like my problem with Jamie Fox, why I didn't put him as number one, was I felt like as great as the movie is, I felt like Jamie Fox was the actor who you know we met, he hasn't got many songs in this movie. I feel his songs are later on, but I feel like. He's a great actor, an Oscar, Oscar nominated, you know all this. I feel like he was the one actor out of his out of his element with this. Like everyone else, kind of pegged it. Even the ones who are more serious, like uh, Rose Byrne and all that. I felt like he was the one who was still reading it. Like I just came off a Tarantino movie. Mm. This is one going to be my daughter can see. And you know, I felt like halfway through, I think the exact scene is that he transformed into a great character in this movie for me was when Annie served him breakfast and it was burnt and he fed it to the dog. I felt from that point on, he really caught the character. Maybe even before when he was explaining uh, why he has no friends. And he's, she's like, you know, you're making a fist. Well, yeah, even mm. and even in this scene, emotional stuff. His earlier part, you know, this this song for the most part is Annie Grace and the Russian Lady. But there is one <laughs> yeah. bit where you see Jamie Fox and Guy talking in the background. And they're and they like, look confused. They're, they're confused. They're wait, not... wait, sorry, sorry. Okay. Russian Lady's trying to get some. <laughs> sorry, yeah, go she, on. she's a kleptomaniac. She's stealing things in the scene. Um, yeah, you see him and Guy in the background. Like they're not. They're not being energetic, they're talking, they're confused, and it really shows the contrast between, I guess to oh, bring it up again, the world of the musical and the world of the plot. Jamie Foxx, as the movie goes on, gets more into the livelier world of the musical. Yeah. Oh, there she goes. And that was really just, her, just, too. Just, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see it? That one-handed cartwheel? Yeah, that was her. That was the actress. Mm. Couldn't you tell? <laughs> It wasn't Annie. (laughs) Annie is wearing these grey leggings throughout the entire film. Like, pretty much the entire movie, she's wearing these grey leggings. Madison, do you have a favourite pair of grey leggings that you wear all the time? I tend to stay away from grey leggings, but... um... Why? Is grey not a matching colour with red? Yeah. (laughs) Like, is it just... How appropriate. How cool is this pool, though? It is amazing. She also swam in her grey leggings. It makes me think, and she can't swim, remember? She is about to drown. It reminds me of the uh, the TV show Mark Loves Sharon, which was the TV show about, um, uh, from the uh, the sketch show The Wedge. 
and it was about like the sports guy and he had a pool that was also the exact same in it and it just makes me think this film must have watched an Australian comedy show that lasted one season in 2008 <laughs> they must have I'm telling They're you like this is gold we <laughs> yeah. must use this as they, inspiration they, they were writing it down you know the funniest thing I'm gonna be honest this is gonna be a little dip into the waters of the unknown here but I did not think about the fact that Madison has red hair and that we were going to do Annie for this episode. I was just like, I didn't yeah. think about how the irony of it all. I just thought, oh, Annie's a great movie. We've got to get Madison up for this one. But I didn't think, oh yeah, Annie it connects. I know, because Annie is like one of the few like musicals that actually has like a main lead red-headed character. Oh, yeah, it must we be. We always play the villains. Villains or villains. those who get burnt easily. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a, that's just a scientific fact. Everyday reality. I love that this movie has the weirdest sense of humor that we've done on the show. You know how about like you and I on this show with many guests, we'll discuss like possible flippant comments that could be made like for situations. This movie makes those for real. Like there's a bit later on. I know I can't wait, but Jamie Fox is just like ah. Yeah, yeah, like, I can't wait to get you out of here. Finally, the TV screens will be back to going to stars. I mean, look at this. What is this? This is a dog and a deer in a swamp. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> and I'm just like, that's uh, the kind of thing. He's the prostitution. Oh, yeah, and she really, oh, and Jamie Foxx's instant reaction, the guy who's soon to be mayor, eyes on him all the time, is to squirt liquids at her. What? Well, his he first reaction is to be. Of the glass. Yeah, get out. Yeah. His first reaction is to be really politically correct, I guess. He is like a line of Ferrero Rochers there. What I had. like, I am. I would get in any car that had a line of Ferrero Rochers. <laughs> I would do anything for Ferrero Rochers. Was... Gobbies for Ferrero Rochers. Look, maybe. Look. <laughs> now, sometimes Madison, people from other countries other than Australia listen to the show, so Gobby. Is a colloquial oh, term for blowjob. Link it to a glory hole. Uh, you could link it to a glory hole. I'm not saying that if you gave me a Ferrero Rocher and a glory hole, I'll give some gobbies real quick. <laughs> but anything for a Ferrero. <laughs> Just anything. Um, This guy, the driver. Yeah. I know cool. him as an actor. I can't think what he's in, but he's always... I think of him as someone who's intimidating, like someone scary, like someone that you wouldn't want to mess with, but then he's in this movie where you don't want... You just want to mess with everyone. Uh, and then this. He's just hey like... girl. Yeah, but I love... He's just, he's just like, who's... Who's she? Or whatever. And he's just like, what? It's clearly a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here's something. He commented on, like, you know cell phones tracking you blah 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 yeah he's not wrong he's not later he on not wrong later on they prove that this guy is absolutely correct and he's like he's not the big government you should be worrying about it's cell phone companies yep so this movie raises a lot of questions doesn't it guys it does. one question that i never thought i'd ask myself was is jamie fox bald because <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene later on in which Jamie Fox is revealed to be bald. I gotta yeah. say, when I watched it, I had to rewind it, and watch it again, <laughs> just that little bit. It, I did too. Yeah, uh, and it scared me. But here's the thing: you know why he's bald? 
It's a reference to the uh, the original Daddy Warbucks. Daddy yeah. Warbucks is both. But here's the thing. Look again. This is, I think, why Jamie Fox. I, I love the fact that he's your favorite. But here's why I didn't put him in my top. Jamie Fox's hair mm. does not does not work for this bold illusion. Yeah, unless yeah. it was spray on hair. Like if it was spray on. That would make sense. Like, if you saw him with a sponge and he was wiping off his hair, that would make mm. sense. But it was like a wig. Toupee? I... It's a toupee wig yeah. thing. It's like this, the thinnest toupee that ever ever made. And now, you know what this movie has made me done? I could not stop looking at Jamie Foxx's hair. And the weirdest thing is, his hair's always like this in a lot of movies and shows. Mm. It's just his hairstyle. But I've never noticed really before. I've just never taken it... I've always taken it for granted, but... You guys look at Jamie Foxx's hairline. It is the very, most absurd. It's very far back. And it's square. like the top of it. The top of it. Like the actual scalp part. Like mm. the top is just really high up in comparison to where his widow peak hairline is. Where yeah. it comes in. It's like a Lego man. You know those mm, Lego men and yes. you put like a little hair thing? That's what his hair is like. And I've never noticed that because I respect Jamie Foxx too much to mock his hair. But now this film has brought it into question. It has. Maybe it is fake. Shit. <laughs> we found a Hollywood conspiracy here right next to all the other Hollywood conspiracies. Conspiracy. Put this one up there with why did Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo 2 get canned? This. Jamie Foxx's hair. Maybe the dog stole it. Maybe, Maybe when he was born, like, genetic scientists were, like, altering in the womb his DNA to be like, let's make it so that he is bald, so that when he does Annie, <coughs> he can have got, like, something alopecia. in common with Warbucks. Yeah, here's something. Uh, you know, this movie has a lot, but that was something that really creeped me out. Because mm. if we look at it again, since we looked at it back, we got to notice it more. But he's head looks incredibly weird because Jamie Foxx is obviously not bold so they put makeup over his hair yeah and it looks weird <laughs> like it he looks like look he's weird. got a bigger head than what Jamie Foxx actually does have which is a fairly normal sized head I think Jamie Foxx if he sh- if he went bald I reckon he would look good bald I reckon he has a good shaped head for being bald well he is bald in that one scene so yeah but they've used there. makeup over his hairline so it looks weird it's like you know the Avengers I've seen the first one the Avengers Chris Evans Mm -hmm. is at the at the end spoiler they're they're at what you call the place Schwava or whatever and Captain America has his hand over his face it's because Chris Evans the actor had a beard for another movie so they just put makeup over his beard and just said oh that looks shit and just put his made him go put his hand over his beard and kind of CGI'd it a little so that's why Captain America is eating with his hand over his face this movie could have used some hand over head action it definitely could that sounds sexual for some reason I don't know why (laughs) hand over head action give me some gobbies Uh, the Polish equivalent there is a slang for blowjobs the Polish word for ice cream is loda, and sometimes uh, they, <laughs> sometimes people could say davai loda, which means give me ice cream, but it's like slang for give me a blowjob. Give me ice cream. <laughs> what? Are... I'm gonna be in trouble if I go there. <laughs> who who gave that as a current slang in Poland? Like maybe there was one innocent kid who's like, give me ice cream, and somebody's like, what blowjob? And they're like, 
what? That's not a stuff. Well, what? To, that doesn't mean that. And they're like, fair, yes, it does. When I say Davai oh, ice cream, it's kind of like a demanding kind. Of, it's not like something you would casually. I never say. ask for ice cream in a non-demanding way. I always ask for it in okay, a demanding, demanding way. Like, oh, Ryan, you're gonna get arrested for sexual harassment. Give me then. ice cream. <laughs> give me ice cream now. So, um, this movie. Really is a touching little gem of a film. Are you? How do you guys feel about uh, a, um, a black rendition of Annie, like casted with uh, many people of color? How do you? How do you feel about that? Though? Well, again, or how did you feel before watching it, and how do you feel after watching it? Well, again, I haven't seen any other rendition of Annie. Other yeah, but than you know this. of Annie. Yeah, but to be fair. And I told you this before we started recording. Um, when you told me we were doing Annie, I didn't read up on it. Oh, yeah, you I mixed it up with something else that also had a woman's first name Do as the title. I thought Fanny. it was... <laughs> that's, a different, that's a different movie. What did she say? Go on. Go what did she say? Fatty. <laughs> no. That's but, it, a, but it rhymes with that. That's, uh, that's the adult version of Annie. I... Th- <laughs> Something will come out tomorrow. I was thinking, <laughs> Go on. I was thinking of Carrie. Carrie, the Stephen King horror movie, Carrie, oh. where she has psychic powers and it's like the guy rejects her dance to the prom, so she like kills everybody with her mind. Whoa! Yes. He was waiting for that movie to come out. Yes. He's what, like, when are people gonna what, die? So he was watching what it. Part, what part? tipped you off that it wasn't it. Yeah, so I was watching the movie and being like, oh, this has musical elements in it. Um, I was <laughs> like waiting, I was, I, I was, musical like, it's, very, it's very whimsical, but I mean, uh, when's the yeah, murder thing going to come <gasps> in? And then, it was during when she was seeing, you know, the, the sun will come out tomorrow scene with the bucket guy and all that. And you're like, and I was uh, like, this oh, wait a second, yeah. that's Carrie, this is Annie, oh, I don't know it's what Annie's about. It's easy to get Carrie and Annie confused. Both of them have very similar plots. One's an orphan girl. The other is a s- girl raised by a single mum. One is about her getting adopted by a powerful billionaire for political gain. The other is about a disturbed young woman with psychic powers. I, 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 I practically so explain the same thing. But, so, <laughs> but again, neither of which I'm familiar with. Exactly. So this is the fake movie within this movie was it Moonquake Lake or something or other? Moon yeah, Moonquake Lake. And this Moonquake. movie is their version of Twilight in this universe and it is starring Mila is, Kunis. Who's that supposed to be and that Ashton to be like, Kutcher. Is it supposed to be like uh what is the two characters? Edward and Yeah yeah Edward Bella. and Bella. And it's like if Edward and Bella was cast with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, you know, who had this at this time? They got back together, blah blah blah. blah oh, they're blah. married and they're married and expecting kids or whatever. But then, uh oh, who's the villain of the movie? <gasps> it's, it's her queen herself, the one woman. This was before her time in which she was just naked all the time. Remember that time where Rihanna wasn't just naked all the time, but now she's just naked all the time, which I'm, I'm not minding. <laughs> I've always thought Rihanna was a weird mermaid lizard creature, but now uh, this movie confirms it. Whenever I, when I saw this, it made me <laughs> think just, of um, oh, what's that movie that came out like a while ago? And they're all like the blue Avatar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I often think of Avatar when I think of blue people. <laughs> I think of blue. <laughs> See, that was right. That makes sense. Though. That or my victims, you know. Whoops. Or the music video for Blue. 
I like how he's gotten into the movie. I also got into the movie when it said she's a fish and he's a boy. That that is some writing I only dreams are made out of and he loves it and he's just like sit down and it's just like there's gonna be four more of them. Obviously this is a reference to the kind of filmmaking now where there can't just be one film. It has to be one film broken up into two parts. It has to be a series of movies. Mm-hmm. Talking about series of movies, when is there gonna be Annie the trilogy? Huh? I think it was implying that Moonquake Lake is like this universe's Twilight. Yeah. There are multiple books, so there would be multiple movies. So I when I watch YouTube, I watch a lot of uh, movie critics and theory stuff. Lots of movie movie stuff, and a lot of critics were very harsh on this. Ones that I respect, but one of them did bring up something, which is montage. You know what montage? What montages are, right, Madison? Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows what montage is. This film doesn't have very many. They're more filled up with musical numbers, which are different to montages, I would say. But this becomes a little bit of a montage, and one of the critics was like. There's this scene in which Jamie Foxx is skating on ice, which is this scene because they're skating on ice, Mm. and he just does stuff that no one in real life would ever do, but in a montage, it's acceptable. Like, look, he he just pours all this stuff over him. Nobody would do this in real life. But everybody wants real life to be like this. Yeah. Like, if you just walk into a candy store and just pour candy over yourself and not get in trouble... And, like, I did not realise this was ice for <laughs> quite a while. Well, you yeah. should have, Ryan, because this is a callback. <laughs> yeah, the girl had a dream. It was foreshadowing, like you mentioned, yeah. yeah and I love how he wasn't here for the movie, so he's no context. Mm. And he turns around and he just sees this weird-looking woman. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, what? She's just getting, like, bubbled. And he's like, what is that? He is the realist in this movie as well. Him and Pepper should have their own movie in which he adopts Pepper. Mm. And it's just like uh, sugar and spice, you know? <laughs> it's just like about these two people who are realists in this horrible world of musicals. This must be the safest neighborhood too, because they just like go up and down yeah, the fire escape. Yeah, all and the they time. borrow that guy's bucket every day. Every day. <laughs> every day they borrow his bucket. They should just buy a new one. They, they, they. Pfft. They should just get their own lazy bastards. Well, to be fair, he does like Miss Hannigan, so he's fine with them. Yeah, but she's a cow. (laughs) She is. She is an attractive cow. Not in this movie, but in general. Uh, Rose Byrne just sits with her, and this is a whole routine that the little girl goes through for four years. Every Every Friday. Every Friday for four years. But what happens if they come on a Saturday? That's true. She's assuming that they're going to come back because of this one meal. Also, why do they only serve that one meal, like, on a Friday? Like, what, they never changed in the four years? Like, I'm pretty sure restaurants change, like, their servings and stuff. Her parents are going to come back and be like, uh, I think I left something here, like, maybe seven years ago. Yeah, Uh, it was like, about uh, this big, uh, black. (laughs) (laughs) It is silly, but to be fair... When she started, she was probably, what, six, eight years old? And that's all she had to go on. Yeah. So you can't really blame her. she can't read. And she can't read. <laughs> she can only go so far. That's a spoiler, but yeah. Uh, I think we already mentioned it when I said earlier that she can't read. I mentioned it. So does that mean yeah. she, just, she must have just memorised the note? and Yeah, that's I, uh, why she wasn't looking at it. Yeah, she doesn't know how to read. She's dumb. 
I'm kidding. Just because you don't Dumb know how to read doesn't speak, mean... Dumb is when you can't speak, So Cameron Diaz is about to have a wicked musical oh, number. It's your favourite number. It's everyone's favourite number. Who, like, it's... She sees little girls everywhere and she... Look, I did not know before this movie that Cameron Diaz can sing. And now I know that she... Can try. <laughs> Do, did she sing in Shrek? Oh, that's a good she, point. She, she had that. But I don't think that would have been her. I don't think that would have been her. I don't think that would have been her. Because Shrek too, she might have had a musical number. I can't remember. I love. Oh, the end of the Shrek movies, they all sing. Yes, songs. far, far away, yeah. Idol. Yeah. I remember that. I love the irony though that she's her character can sing really well, but she cannot. Yeah. Maybe because she hasn't sung in like. Like twenty years. Well, because no, it's the early nineties. But Annie, wait, are we talking about Cameron Diaz or her character? Cameron Diaz's character. But Annie says that she's got a good singing voice, and that's what makes her good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's like realizes, oh, I've, I'm Annie actually does like me. Like these girls actually do like elements about me. Believe it or not, because she believes that nobody likes her. The world is against her. You know, she sees her their sarcasm. Yeah, she yeah, but she only sees the negative attributes of the society. Like, she got fired. Her dream didn't come true. There's been no, you know, prince charming to sweep her off her feet to take her away. Nothing's worked out in her favor when everything was about to work out in her mm. favor. So she's a cold-hearted woman about the world. But then when she actually sees someone's being genuine about her which is Annie the person that she despised the most she's like wow and then she realizes the people around her actually do like her like the 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 shop owner guy I do like at the at the end that her and him don't get together per se we don't know but we know we get a feeling like they could like they could work towards a wholesome beautiful relationship in time but it's not like at the end they kiss and they're in love yeah and Lou, <laughs> old Louis Romeo, <laughs> Lou Romeo, Romeo, Romeo. <laughs> I always think of uh, when I think of Romeo and Juliet, I think of Hot Fuzz and their version of Romeo and Juliet, and where she like comes back up as an angel with wings and they start singing. <laughs> and like I think of the drunk guy, the drunk English guy, and he walks up, he's like Romeo, oh Romeo, <laughs> and he like does a, like a little speech. No, this whole sequence is is amazing. I don't know what he's thinking. Like, the church bell thing, right? You get me. Church bell thing. This whole movie has sequences mm. in which people talk nonsense. And isn't that good, Madison? It is. I, I like it. Some films talk sense, you know, like... This film came out at a very pivotal time of movies. 2014 was a great year. You had like movies like Whiplash, Birdman, Nightcrawler, you know, around that period of time. But we don't need a thinking person's movie. We need a feeling person's movie. And this movie yes. made me feel a lot, lot of things. things. <laughs> Thank you. He's and the, this movie made me feel the Parkinson's of Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Here he is, the legend. He, he back to the future, this whole thing. Why was I love it? It's like Michael J. Fox. It's over. I'm finished. Fox endorses him. Then I'll vote for him. Like, like, literally, did I know that Michael J. Fox as an endorsement would be like the sinking thing for another campaign leader? Hey Ryan, 
Do you think that Michael J. Fox is brothers with Jamie Fox? <gasps> oh my god! And he was oh, and could you? Oh wait, no, he was the other choice for for Bill Stacks, <laughs> and they accidentally <laughs> they accidentally got the paperwork wrong, and then they cast Jamie Fox, and like shit, dog, we can't have a black guy adopt a white girl. Let's make any black. Yeah. That's true. It is true. I'm I'm very true. You're, you're <laughs> like, honest and real. But, but how did how did you feel, Madison, about um, this being? How did you feel before and after about this being a black rendition of Annie? Look, I felt like there wasn't enough gingers in it for me personally. Um, <laughs> Annie's, Annie's got slightly ginger hair. Slightly. <laughs> the first character we see is named Annie, and she's got ginger hair. That I know. One character. And then we never see her again. So, <laughs> sorry. What happened to ginger Madison's Annie? thing? Is look, Ryan. I don't give a shit about race. I'm more concerned that the gingers weren't represented. Who yeah. cares about... It doesn't matter if you're black or white. It matters if you're ginger or not. Exactly. Like, 1% <laughs> of the population. Like, if you want to make a movie about minorities, guys. Minority Report starring gingers. Make it about gingers. Ginger Tom Cruise. The colour orange. <laughs> like, and it just stars like every redhead in That's Hollywood. That's why I like the dog because it's kind of ginger. I connect Aww. with it. You connect to the dog I because it's slightly dog. ginger. It also just likes food and that's me as well. You like food? I do. So I watched this with my girlfriend and it was an emotional experience. I think it's a really great film to watch with other people, mm. especially those that you're connected to, like, family or a loved one or relation, maybe with friends. I don't think this is a great movie to watch with friends of your own age, if especially, um, especially if they're not into quality films, you know. Like, I'm not saying being into a Marvel movie isn't quality, but this is this is higher quality. Friends who you can have an emotional connection with. Yeah, yeah. only certain friends. Who did you... Did you watch this by yourself, Bartek? Do you usually watch these movies by yourself or do you watch them with your family? I watch them... I think, yeah. For every movie we've done for the show, I've watched by myself. This, oh, you've this got one, to watch it with others because it really enriches the well, experience. I, yesterday, I watched it a bit late because I went out for Mother's Day, so... Oh, yeah. This is the odd mm. Mother's so Day gift a good Mother's because Day movie. she doesn't have a mum. She doesn't have a mum. <laughs> yeah, but while... <laughs> the while, irony. While I was watching with... The Annie. <laughs> the Annie. <laughs> while I was watching this movie, my brother and mum were, like, playing, like, ad-lib stuff on the internet and they were kissing themselves <laughs> laughing. You you. You have a, you have a, your your family sounds like like a whimsical cartoon land that I will never understand. It's they were playing not, internet really. ad lib. No no no, no. like they were, <laughs> my brother. And then they went to the cobblers to get their shoes repaired, whilst getting some toffee from the toffee shop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Almost by speaking Polish. Gee whiz, Ryan. Gee whiz. Gee whiz, Ryan. Leave my family outings alone. Boy, you two willigers. <laughs> you come from the time Annie was originally set. 
What, the Great Depression? <laughs> you give me Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Madison? Did you watch it by yourself? Or with no. anyone special? With anyone special. I watched with my boyfriend, actually. Hear that guy? She has a boyfriend. Oh, oh sigh. Oh. Oh. She except for, except for Madison's boyfriend, who obviously will be listening to this, I hope. Because <laughs> if you had to watch Annie, you would definitely want to hear what others had to say about you it. You definitely want to watch it again with me talking about it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So how did how did how did that go? How did he feel about this movie? Was he sensitive, insensitive? Um like he he quite likes musicals. Does he? <laughs> he quite likes musicals. Um so it was it was a good mutual experience, I think. <laughs> it made you clo- close how long have together? you guys been together? Um not very like four months or something. Four months? I know. Jeez, this has made you bond as much as a couple that's been together for two years exactly you can thank he can thank you for that uh this is a real like you know my anniversary is coming up and we've been together for nearly four years my girlfriend and i and this movie has made us feel like wow we could survive another four years (laughs) yeah you're (laughs) like i I could do this yeah you know if if they can make black honey i can do anything you know (laughs) it actually like take on the world (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it prompted a conversation because we talked about we're like oh well like would you ever like adopt kids like yeah, yeah would he um he, he would we both had a bit of a chat about that which was nice was it like a mutual good chat or was it like was let's it ad- <laughs> or was it like a breakup relationship one where it's like let's adopt kids now Madison and you're like, like I'm not ready for kids <laughs> I was like, if I don't have a black child called Annie, like... Who's life, a ginger? <laughs> who's also a little bit ginger, life is just not worth living, guys. So, Ryan, your girlfriend earlier said to us, you and me, that she's sort of familiar with the other Annies. Did she have she... any specific comments? Yeah, I was not familiar. I only know, like, the generalist thing of Annie. And when watching this... I kind of forgot about the general things. Like, I kind of forgot about redhead little orphan girl mm. Annie and the red dress until, like, this film reminds you. But then, yeah, I forgot until the film reminds you that there's the plot line of the fake parents and all that. And then I'm like, holy shit, and that she can't read and all this kind of stuff. And I had to often ask her, is this character in here? Who are they in comparison to this? Why are these two characters together? It doesn't make sense in this movie, but is it making sense in general context of things? And I feel like... You know, with movies like this, movies like this, remakes or reimaginings and and, uh, true stories and uh, documentaries, all this, things that don't make sense, you can give a, uh, you can pardon them because Mm. they make sense somewhere. Somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. No, that's a different musical. (laughs) Somewhere Over the Rainbow. We haven't mentioned that and he's black yes we have (laughs) oh sorry yeah you ready for a playing montage (laughs) I love my montages this is no bend it this is no bend it like Beckham (laughs) 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 that had like 24 montages I was gonna say we haven't mentioned that it's actually this whole thing is actually based originally on a comic strip Uh, Little Orphan Annie Little Orphan Annie oh wait guys you ready oh Oh, you're seeing there it is he he looks he looks weird he looks Look at that head. That doesn't look like Jamie Foxx's But like, head. A, like anybody that has like a mannequin head next to the bathroom, you'd be like, what do you use that for? Voodoo, obviously. <laughs> Put my wig no, on it. That really reminded me of, and okay, I'll tell you. There was this picture, Give a wig? A picture I once found of Samuel L. Jackson. You know, he's, yeah. a, he's a bald black man. 
That is correct. He's bald and black. Yeah, it it was a picture of fact check of his head, but like the top half was edited to be like a, a broke a, a Cadbury cream egg that's had a bite taken out of it. <laughs> so it's Samuel Jackson with like this caramel out of a chunk of his head missing. Her boobs are on point in this dress, I must add. And so does Jamie when he says, you look good and so do you. And then he proceeds to find out, he found out that it's a grandmother's dress. He's like, eye contact, eye contact. contact." It was a grandmother's dress and he goes, your grandma was hot. And then he's like, oh, you know, like the dress would make her look hot. He is now adjusting his hair because he's bold. Uh, You know, like there's lots of things. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't want people to know. It's never found out at the end either by anyone else. <laughs> yeah, it never comes up again. Yeah, it's never just comes a up reference. Again. It's a reference. Now her boobs don't look on point as much. Like you could tell it's a different shoot. Ryan, different day. let's not yeah, talk about Yeah, that's boobs. true. What, what, <laughs> what happened to the push up bra guys? What happened to the boob guys? Oh, oh that's this my is where he com- This is where he comments on the Do your dog thing. It's like, you know what? Get out of here. It's like, yeah, fine. You stop being my house. It's like, get out. It's like, fine, fine. You know what? You're changing everything. As a matter of fact, this used to be basket. All of a sudden, now it's just a dog and a deer and a meadow. What is that combination? So, I found that really funny. I love how he says, what is that combination? So cute. But he says it like as a question too. Like it's all one statement. Usually it's like, what is that combination? So cute. And then, but he's like, what is that combination? So cute. <laughs> There's no pause. There's wait, no doesn't he break. say? Doesn't he say why is that combination so cute? No, it's like, what is that combination? So cute. Either way. Says what instead of why? Yeah. <laughs> I've, okay, I've, I've, I've heard this why tough I'm making that the comparison now because I've said it too many times uh, is, this what, back. is this what the kids call head cannon, Ryan I don't know I'm not a kid is this the <laughs> first movie we've done that's had YouTube in it uh, I don't know but this is the first movie we've done where it is a musical that's already based on a classic one with black people doing it instead Next black people musical, guys? Who? What do you think? What's the next musical that should be done with black people? Uh, Let's hairspray? Go. I don't know. Hairspray, the one that's about racial intolerance, anyway. <laughs> it's just black all people black people. <laughs> there are black people, but it's all about, like, the 56... Oh, Bartok, you're good at musicals. Uh, what about you, Madison? You know musicals, obviously. Could... Oh, Dolomite. <laughs> Dolomite. <laughs> go on. <laughs> Um, look, I, the run with the orphan theme, let's just do Oliver. Oliver, you want some more? And then, like, he, like, the guy's just like, more? And he just does it, like, more? in this, or, no, he does it in this, like, rapper way, where it's like, iced tea. And then, <laughs> yeah, iced tea. And he's like, what, more? <laughs> and, like, and then, into rap. We're in rap. What, more? And Snoop Dogg's there. So, uh, I would love to see a black rendition of the HMS Pinafore. <laughs> mm. Just like, you know, he is an Englishman. <laughs> he's black. And it's uh, Idris Elba. <laughs> and he's like, I am an Englishman. Because he's English. So that's not racist. Oh, and this is the embarrassing part in which nobody told her that she was going to get Why up and have not- to do a speech. Why would you not tell the orphan girl... The like, little girl. Oh, yeah, because it was all Gus, away. wasn't it? I mean, Guy? Guy is a guy dick. He, he's really very funny when he 
tells her to read off the teleprompter. Like, he runs on stage really manically and says, read, 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 read He's like, stop singing! Yeah. <laughs> read what I wrote! That was a great impersonation by Maddie. I've not heard such a good impersonation <laughs> since Bartek does Orson Welles. Have you heard Bartek's Orson Welles? No! Bartek, can you do your Orson Welles? Like, read can, a line from I this? can only do it when someone <laughs> brings up an Orson Welles reference. Okay, so... This movie's like the black people's Citizen Kane. You know what? Orson <laughs> Welles actually had a quote about this movie. Yeah, what? He's, he, um... He, you know, he'd, he'd seen the original 82 version and yeah. thought, hmm, okay. But when he saw this version... <laughs> when he was dead. <laughs> he... What? Go on. Sorry, go on. <laughs> I don't think he's dead yet, Ryan. Okay. He's, he looked at this movie and he said, Oh, black, Annie, I should have made this... <laughs> everyone wishes that's they made that's his Orson Welles impersonation everyone I love it it gets me a tear <laughs> it's like the best so yeah she's well, it's so funny it's a good impression <laughs> it's like it's spot on as Madison's impersonation of Guy <laughs> what was your impersonation of Guy again it was like right, get up there stop well, singing stop singing <laughs> well I do an impersonation of the great actor Paul Giamatti from such films as Saving Private Ryan and mm. Big Fat Liar, which is NNWA. Man, I'm Paul Giamatti. <laughs> There's always my Paul Giamatti is him being the penguin for some reason. Man, the penguin. The penguin. I'm still Paul Giamatti. Man, the penguin. Yes, man. So Jamie Fox looks like he. There's some scenes in which Jamie Fox looks really pissed off, like when he's not supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> like he looks like. He's got like resting bitch face. He's like, I was in, I was in fucking Django. I was in Collateral. I got Oscar nominated, He's bitch. Like, Why? I can read. <laughs> I can read. You know what I love about this? Maybe, maybe this is my favorite musical sequence because I love it when, like, in instrumentals, they just know what to play. Yeah, they just, they just know. Like somebody just gets something. Well, like, I'm duh, sing excuse this me. Random the song. conductors conducting them. Don't conductors conduct you how to play music? You know, to bring up another... <laughs> no, it actually doesn't really count. I was going to bring up Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Prince, that's fair. He did die recently. Go on. Yeah, there was a part where, like, right near the end... You've seen Purple Rain, right? Yeah, we've all seen Purple Rain. Okay, yeah. Um, What's this is what it's like when doves cry. Yeah, go on. Yeah, it's uh, near the end where you know he's he he finally lets the band play the song that the girl yeah. wrote. Yeah, yeah. And like they didn't know that he wanted them to play it until he was up on the microphone and said that that's the song that they were going to play. So it's suddenly like they have to shift their gears into oh okay we got to play our song now. So. I guess bands work like that. Uh, the only movie we've done on this show that actually does comment on what you're talking about, guys, is the film Band Slam, where at the end they're like, oh, yeah. we've got to completely redo our song, and they take like 20 minutes to learn it. And, like, they take 20 minutes to go, okay, blah, 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 and they're like, let's do it, guys. And the main character's big progression <laughs> Madison's is... just laughing, because I, I know deep down you're just secretly doing your I impersonation of him. It's like, stop singing! <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> can I just be can I just be Jamie Foxx where it's like Annie are you okay <laughs> I gotta just do white man Jamie Foxx he's Annie. like why are you running away <laughs> let me follow you where are you going well, a lot of black people with British accents <laughs> like Idris Elba like Jeffrey from Fresh Prince <laughs> that is true oh yeah he's not singing like He's yeah. not singing like okay, and he's then like, pretend this is and awkward. then he has Easy Street later on where <laughs> he sings a lot and it's him and Cameron Diaz. 
Diaz. Those cars magically stopped. Well, it is a crossing. <laughs> yeah, but she had a red hand. <laughs> a red hand? Did the, Good drivers. Did Good the drivers. twist that she can't read catch you off guard? Were you expecting Yeah, because I believed that she could, but she was like had that note. I argued with my girlfriend about how stupid it was that she couldn't read. Because I'm like, but she read the note. It's like, no, she's memorized the note. I'm like, but... She goes to school. But how do you yeah. get through school? Well, she oh, said she's look. very good at hiding it. I've graduated from university and I never had to read. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome yeah. to drama. Despite, <laughs> despite the insistence in Paradox of the Actor. We, yeah, and doing drama, they're like, you could do the readings. I never did the readings and I passed. I got it. I passed with distinction. Fuck you guys. I didn't need to read. Readings for chumps. <laughs> now stop singing <laughs> We're broken down to just impersonation He looks like he's ready to have sex with a limo driver though He's just like so Genius sexual. He's like genius <laughs> He should play James Bond Could you imagine him as James Bond You know like you know how they always want Idris Elba to play Why is she just playing Twister <laughs> It's like just... it's like yoga but Sexier and kidsier. More whimsical. <laughs> whimsy yoga. Do you guys do whimsy yoga? I look I have to play Twister by myself. Just swimber up, you know. <laughs> she has a boyfriend, guys. She's gotta limber up somehow. Jeez. <laughs> I'm like, just wait for me, I'll just like roll out uh, Just wait for me. Just wait for me. I've gotta limber up for the glory yeah. hole. Okay, about five minutes, guys. Get get the Ferrero shares out. <laughs> Gobbies. <laughs> Uh, I love how she clearly sprays herself with what looks like Windex. a kind of Windex. <laughs> like I wrote down, like, is she cleaning herself off with Windex? I don't know what's happening. Oh, uh, like how she uses the same pickup lines here on him. Mm. Like she's like, that's my maiden name, but I'm not married to it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like, can I buy you another drink? <laughs> like he's so, he's so untuned. So the band's name is Leaping Lizards, which is, of course... A phrase from the comics and a phrase used in the movies. And 1982, Annie has a band called the Leaping Lizards. This is not that band. It would have been cool if they got that mm. band. But yeah, the Leaping Lizards, this movie isn't lazy. You can't say that. I'd, Some critics say it's just a paint by numbers movie, but hey, Annie, is a paint by numbers concept. I totally have a little point here. Um, he says Dark Horse. Yeah. And when I was watching with my boyfriend, he's like, did he just did he just say Dark Horse? He's like, that's a bit racist. <laughs> considering he's like, he I've got himself, a bet on the Dark Horse. And he's like, um. Considering he himself is a person of colour, yeah, it's really racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like... Like, oh, he's only, like, Italian, though. You know, I guess <laughs> he's, all, he's only olive-skinned. Like, he's not black. Yeah, I just <laughs> realised there's one line that we completely... Skipped over. Is it that Jamie Foxx recurringly is pe- repeated to be uh, recurringly accused of being Batman? No. Because he gets recurringly accused of being Batman throughout this movie, and it makes you wonder what the Dark Knight with Jamie Foxx. No, would have been like. no. The thing that we skipped over is much more tasteful than that. Go on. It was when they named the dog. What was? What about? It? <laughs> Just before the dog was named, Jamie Foxx described it as a hurricane. Oh yeah. He said and then they this dog's like a hurricane. Literally the Sandy. next word is Sandy. <laughs> Let's call it Sandy, like Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> it's like, not like a lot of people huh? Not like that. not like the Sandy Hook massacres, guys. That, ooh, don't call it that. Yet again, that would have happened around this time, so that's a bit awkward. 
That's maybe why this movie didn't do so well. A lot of the times we've got to ask ourselves, why did a movie not do well? It was before its time. This movie... No, you're wrong. This movie was after its time. <laughs> This it had been long enough. This it movie should have come out in 2002 during the Munez era of filmmaking. This movie would have been better in 2002, not 2014. 2014 was a stellar year for cinema. It's one of my favourite years of film. I went to the cinema, I went to the theatre a lot to see movies. It was just a great year. I, you know, Kingsman, all this, all these great movies were coming out at that time. And then this one comes out it's such a 2000s movie for a non-2000s time. I think it was just dead on arrival. I think that's its problem, don't you, Bartek? Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, they were living on Easy Street, but then they found out Easy Street was the 2014 Street, which was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> hard like that Yolo. what guy's dick when he went to the glory hole. Ba-dum-ch. Ba-dum-ch. Bottom cheeks. <laughs> Beautiful. So he casually just watches her in oh, her it's sleep. Like Mum and Dad. Oh, yeah. Foreshadowing. Four shadows. There's four of them. There's four. <laughs> As this movie doesn't see a big deal with an interracial couple. Oh, no. No one, no one cares about that. No. No, <laughs> no one cares news. that he's a black guy. Or No one cares about them being black. That's the thing. When I watched it, okay, I was like, okay, black Annie, Blanny. I was a bit like, you know, I didn't care about the ginger thing, and I was like, Bartek, I knew more about it than Bartek did. So, I, for one, I knew it was Annie, not Carrie. And I was just like, okay. I was a bit biased. I walked in thinking, ah, this is not going to be very good. Maybe I've made the wrong decision. Black Annie? You know, like, it's just going to be banging on the issues of Annie, but instead of it being about her being an orphan girl, it's going to be her being a black orphan girl. And weirdly enough, this movie... Although it is a black rendition and it is like people of color and all this, it really doesn't focus on the racial issues that I assumed that it would. And I think that is a part of the reason why it works and the reason why it doesn't work. I think that it didn't work because it had an expectation set upon it, which is if you're going to do a story about Annie, which is, you know, a lower come in low, lower lower income girl, you know, poverty stricken orphan girl being adopted by a powerful billionaire. There's going to not only be the classist undertones, but now that you are making it with black people, there's going to be racial undertones that were never actually in this movie. And I think that is what a part of its downfall is. But I appreciate that because I want to have a fun time, and I'm not saying movies with racial undertones. And classes undertones aren't a good time. They, they are. But I was worried that I was going to beat you over and over the head with it. But I kind of take a you know small solace in the fact that this movie actually just didn't really address it. It's just like, this isn't about that. This is just a simple story about a girl who wants a father figure. And a father figure who needs a daughter figure. You know, it's just, it's mm. just that kind of thing. A guy, redemption arcs all around. Yeah, just because it's a movie that... <laughs> whether it's Tiger or not, it features a hugely, you know, black leads. Doesn't mean it has to be about black issues. That's right, that's right, you know? Just, just like how movies with white leads don't have to be about white issues. Yeah, those hard white issues. Like, oh, God dang, I look like mayonnaise. You know, those white issues. I mean, those white issues. Where's our ginger issues, damn it? I know, guys, where are the ginger issues? 
What are some ginger issues? Tell uh, us. Sunburn. Do you burn easily? Are you actually someone who meets that stereotype? I burn so easily. <laughs> yeah? Is it oh, like dear. you... Are you one of those people who have to put on sunscreen before they go out? Just like, in everyday life? Not in everyday life, but if I was going to be outside, then for sure. And yeah. like hat. My everyday life, Ryan, does not involve the outside no. world. <laughs> What is outside? <laughs> I think one of the big ginger issues would be the South Park episode that had that whole joke about gingers don't have souls. <laughs> and people took it seriously. Oh my god, so I it's come up so many times. Yeah. People are like, what do you know? You don't have a soul. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> I do have a soul. It's just very easily burnt. <laughs> I always just roll with it and I'm like, yeah, I don't. That's why you should be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So do you just, you just burn, since you're, since you act, have you just burnt under stage lights? <laughs> I'm like, I'm ah! It's like, no, Ryan, don't put in the ultraviolet lights. No. He's <laughs> like explodes yeah. into dust. Oh, Ryan, he's, uh, we're coming up to another joke. Oh my like. god. Madison and I both agree that this is probably one of the best parts. Yes. He walks through this line of people. They're like, it's an audition. He's like, what? He didn't want this plan to be public knowledge. He didn't want it to be out there for everyone to know. He's walking past all these people fl- who are obviously, obviously all acting for the part. And now he walks past a white couple and... <laughs> And it's like, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> like, what is Kevin... And these are callback auditions too, so they were successful the first time around, so they're coming back. It's just like, that's the best part. Oh, I didn't realise that they were acting against... Yeah, it's like a, a pretend... A pretend movie. one. I, I didn't really notice that the first time, because I was still laughing about oh, that interesting dress. choice. Yeah. The pretend Annie. It's pretend Annie. I didn't even realise that. Pranny. Pranny. <laughs> That's a serious case of the Annie's. No, it's Problani. Problani. Remember, it's Black Annie, guys. No, I've got a Problani with this film. (laughs) (laughs) It is the fact that... It's unappreciated. Yeah, it is. It is. That's the problem. My problem... I love... David Kramer says hello. That hack! (laughs) Like, shows his problem with these people... Cameron Diaz is becoming more attractive as the movie goes on. Like She found a crimper and is just doing it for you. Yeah, but I think it's because she doesn't have, like, the middle braids. Is that what they're called? Like, I'm when you not... have little braids in the centre of your head? That's that's a good enough name for it. I have no idea what they're called. Your girl, you know hair things, obviously. I don't know what middle braids are called. Cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had corn? What's the most daring Have hairs? I ever had cornrows? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're no, I have not been in a red head with cornrows that is too far i am too what's wide. the most daring hairstyle you've ever had um i cut my hair into a bob once when i was really young and i looked horrible because i was just chubby and it just was no could you do it now no why i'm not chubby anymore but it's just no come on i reckon it'll work redheads with bobs work yeah, i'm just as, just I'm red scarred. like bobs as in hairstyle not with just people called bob <laughs> maybe that works I don't know. So this is a scene in which I felt Jamie Foxx was pissed off while he was he was doing it. Like he looks at look at him. He's just like, ha he's ha. Like, he's like aggressive. He's like, ha ha. I I'm here. Because he had to eat marshmallows and he's like, damn, ruining my diet. Yeah. I just I've <laughs> just always had the ha- same hairstyle. I don't think guys really care about hairstyles. I don't think there's a guy out there who's like, man, I had, you know, I had a bob back in the forties. I'm talking about like Bartek would I went to the candy shop This scene was very touching It touched me somewhere In Uh, the penis Ryan? (laughs) Is that what you mean? (laughs) I like how you said 
in the penis. <laughs> not not like on the penis. We don't want to know what you and your girlfriend are doing while watching in, this film. In, okay? in the penis. <laughs> in it. That means like... You can't touch it. Unless there's surgery involved or operation. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure you could, but it would be painful. Jeez, <laughs> Ryan, I was playing on the whole it touched me in my heart thing. <laughs> it touched me in my balls. <laughs> it touched me in my special place. Not my special place. Um, I like how she has peace symbols flying about. Like, just like, Annie's at peace, so we could kill her now. <laughs> yeah. Now's the time for the massacre. And that's when, like, guys, it's like, parents come in, take. Her. Where were the parents gonna? The fake parents gonna take her? I was really confused about that because they start running from the police. They're really shifty. I was waiting for them to go. It's failed, and they turn around with a pistol and just shoot Annie in the face, and the film goes that to cred. Cred. Amazing ending. Though? There might be a bloody ending. Bloody Annie. <laughs> that's Carrie. <laughs> like. This guy's kind of a dick, though. He's a great dick. At this point in the movie, uh, I was he like, touched he touched himself in the, penis. in the penis. Let it be known, everyone. Ryan said that this guy's a great dick. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, I, was, I was playing on that part. Like, I was playing with his dick. Jesus, use that as a soundbite any way you like, guys. Make it as a ringtone. Make that as a ringtone. He's playing with. His, I was playing with his dick. What? Also, in it, like <laughs> when Ryan said, "I liked it how you." Just say I liked his dick. Just edit it that way. <laughs> or you can just. Or you can use. Me edit just the part that. where I just said I'll give gobbies for Ferrero Rochers, and you can remix it with Madison, who also said the same thing. And occasionally throw in, "Give me ice cream." <laughs> give me ice cream. Aggressively yelling, then, "Give me ice cream." And then cream. just have, and then go back to our Scooby Doo episode and just get Bartek's legendary phrase. I don't know how dogs work. <laughs> and just <laughs> chuck that in there, and then you have an awesome new ringtone. Oh my god! So, oh this, this guy again, yeah. the white-haired guy. No, that was Scooby Doo One, wasn't it? Yeah, I said Scooby Doo. Oh, you said Scooby Doo Two. Scooby Doo One. Because I was talking about Scrappy. He so, wasn't in Scooby Doo Two. So this woman here. Where she, did they get the other half of the locket? They forgery. Forgery. I'm they, just assuming, but... Money can buy anything, remember? That's true. No, wait, hold on. It's because she's her mum, right? No, it's not. Wink, wink. Oh, no, but... Uh, Don't spoil it for the people. Can I? I've already said that they're going <laughs> to shoot her in the face. Spoiler alert. Oh, no. <laughs> this isn't G-rated. I love the idea that... Um, oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> but I like the fact that uh, this actress here, she was in the Quentin Tarantino movie Death Proof, and Jamie Foxx was in a Quentin Tarantino movie, so... Which one, Ryan? I do believe it was Django Unchained. Uh, but here's a spoiler. Little did we know that Quentin Tarantino decided to take his career in a new direction and directed Black Annie. <laughs> like, you know, he's been, like, making these black movies like Django and, like, Hateful Eight where he's got a character that's, you know, the main character is a heroic black person during, like, the Civil War times or, you know, that. Here's, here's this movie. He's like, I'm going to make Annie. This is my Tarantino impersonation. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna make Annie. I'm gonna make Annie, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be full of full of black people. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna okay, be great. And I'm gonna get my, fu- I'm gonna get my friend Jamie Foxx. He's so ghetto. Right. <laughs> I, I like your Woody, Woody Allen impression. But can we have your Tarantino impression, like you promised? Uh, yeah, Tarantino, and then I like just do, do my Paul s- Giamatti. Like, That's I need my Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> do, do his Australian accent from Hang <laughs> Unchained. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here's my Tarantino impersonation. Me, yeah, it's me, Paul Giamatti playing Tarantino. What do you want? I'm an actor. I can only stretch so far. Yeah. <laughs> so the old Russian lady, like I would just, I'm just calling her the old Russian lady. Yeah. Is there? She's waiting, and she now looks less old. She's a bit snazzy. Look, she's she's a thief. Though. I did say she's a kleptomaniac. Damn Russians. Thieves, all of them. They tried to steal Poland from itself one time. Didn't they? They they succeeded (coughs) too, yeah. Yeah, but tried, but we're free now. Yeah, since like, what, 1990? They didn't succeed for long. Damn, Stalin. Stalin. He's Stalin for time, he is. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine this movie, but with uh, Jamie Foxx is actually Batman? Because uh, I would watch that. I would watch Jamie. I would watch Black Man, Batman. I, it's a matter of time. Black Man. Black Man. You hear a lot of people... And he's running from the cops, just just like the stereotype. <laughs> on, on the topic of... Um, <laughs> on the topic of, like, talking about how defined characters can't be of different races, they always bring up Spider-Man, but they never really bring up Batman, do they? No, Batman. Batman's too too hardcore. So, um, where was Batman in Civil War, dang it? No, um, so... Indian Batman. Jamie Foxx has gone back to, uh, using the hand sanitizer. It's been a while. So, this is the first sign that he's reverting back to his old ways. So, when Annie actually does leave, he goes cold businessman for, like, two seconds. And goes, like... How's that thing going? Like, that important thing about, like, having a battery last for a week? Now, guys, mm. you have smart... Like, you've, you have a smartphone, Madison. I do. Do they even last? They don't last a week. No, mine lasts, like, maximum, like, five hours. Yeah, I have, a, I have I, an old one. Though, I have an but... old Nokia phone that is not a smartphone, and if I leave it off charge, it will last four days if I don't use it very much either. And if I do use it much, about three. That's good. I've got yeah. roughly the same phone. Mine lasts <coughs> like six days. Uh, mine's just pretty old. Mine's too, yeah. It used to last longer, but as it's getting older and older, just need a new battery. But I can't be bothered because I'm too busy watching Blanny. Speaking of Blanny, <laughs> Blanny. Did, is this another scene that touched you in the penis? In it? it Around the, it, more like. Okay. It was the bananas in the background, wasn't it? It was more his key cutting thing. I like the logic of that. We with penises get ar- aroused by something shaped like a penis, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, look how yellow they are. Yellow the. <laughs> Have a banana. Hey, not an Advil. <laughs> not an Advil. Not product placement. <laughs> Those bananas are pretty yellow. They aren't real. Bananas aren't yellow. We all know that they're Are, are those brown. condoms in the... Look at, look at the no, candy they're jar. No, they're gum. <laughs> they're gum. They're that is so condoms. not. Look at that purple packet. That lollipop with the stick coming out of it? <laughs> no. Excuse no, me. There was like round lollipops when Excuse just like me. a square. She is... Look, I'm not going to slander Madison's purity or anything. But she is used to condoms <laughs> with a thin white object in them. Jeez, Bartek. <laughs> <laughs> that you also suck on like a lollipop. Yeah, well... Jeez. We're learning a lot today, guys. <laughs> we're learning a lot about gingers. Today's episode is brought to you by racism. Gingers. Glory holes and gobbies, but let's not forget touching in and around the penis. But who could forget the real contributor to today's episode? The episode funder, 
Madison's weird thing for, I don't know, lollipop condoms. <laughs> lollipop condoms. The newest kind of lollipop or condom. You safe. choose. Safe. Go safety. Safety? Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. And also brought to you by impersonations. Impersonations can be fun. And facts like this. Penises can be used to <laughs> Bartek, of course, would not know that. That's also a fact. <laughs> Wait, do penises actually get used to fuck? Uh, no. You see, when a man and a woman love each other very much, Bartek... He they, on her. No. When a man and a woman love each other very much, Bartek, they both agree to... Leave their baby daughter at an Italian restaurant with a vague note that promises they return, but they never do. And that is how <laughs> Madison and I were raised. <laughs> that's why that's we. Look, that's how I was raised. That's why we look at you, Bartek, with your toffee family. And I was in the original Annie. <laughs> she I is was Annie. Annie. She well, is Annie, well, and I am. I am. I'm boy Annie. I'm slightly put out by Blanny. Well, you were I, Oliver, and I was Annie. I'm Ollie, and she's Annie. Well, <laughs> Ollie and Annie. Where's that crossover movie? Ollie and Annie. Where he's like, yeah. could I have some more? And then you just hear. The sun like more, and then you just hear the door open, and she's like, "More," and it's just like the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. And then I'm just like, "But please, can I actually have some more? Like, I really do want some, some no, food, Oliver, please." Oliver would be offended because he lives in England, where it's always cloudy. Cloudy England. So even if the sun does come out, you won't really see The sun would come out tomorrow in Soviet England. (laughs) (laughs) And the Russian lady is still in both. And Bata grew up in this magical, whimsical Peter Pan land. Where we play internet ad-libs. (laughs) Where we play internet (laughs) ad-libs. And I sighed when they were sighing. It actually had in brackets sighs. So that was me quoting the movie directly. Um, Annie, Annie. this is what you put on the poster by Spit and Polish. (sighs) I just sighed. Why sigh? Five stars. Five stars. Can we have like one of our lines about penises or something? No, it has to be. It's so important for a kids' movie. Size, five stars. (laughs) Spin polish. We have Maddie's comment like, wasn't that a condom or something? Yeah. Wasn't that a condom? It looked though. Yeah, sure it did. <laughs> Far out. So one time um uh, one one time I was adopted by a powerful billionaire. And it didn't end like this movie, did it? It ended like that episode of The Simpsons in which Mr. Burns is looking for an heir and he adopts Bart and he manipulates them against the family. <laughs> yeah, it ended like that. Mm, odd. <laughs> He's got giant balls there. My head. Concrete balls in Look, his house. Everyone needs a bit of concrete balls. Look at those concrete balls in his house. I don't like... Balls? I don't really... I don't like, <laughs> I don't like Tell balls that to you, fella. in my house. <laughs> Get out. I don't like his house. I don't mind it. Did you see how they had a whole dance number two about how amazing Wait, his house was? So the robot house that I wanted Maddie to kill me doesn't like it here. She doesn't like it I here. Do- I don't. She's not Annie. Get out. It, <laughs> is, it is. It is. Pr- it's a sort of postmodern, isn't it? 
Postmodern. It's too like futuristic for me. Yeah, postmodern. By any like, she's not even allowed on the group hug or anything. Yeah, like Roseburn, like, get out, you assistant. Grace is just like, I have friends. This movie has lots of segments in which they just do talk randomly. Like, um, the dad was just ready to punch the dog in the <laughs> face. <laughs> that is great direction from the director. He was saying, he was like, okay, punch that dog in the face. Like this dog, it's gonna growl at you, alright? It's gonna growl at you. You've gonna threaten React. to punch it. <laughs> you gotta threaten to punch it. And he's like, wait, do I actually punch the dog? No, you don't punch the dog. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm a hundred percent sure you don't punch the dog. But what happens if I just do it? Well, we won't get that certificate at the end of the movie by the animal association yeah. people that say that we didn't harm any animals because you have harmed an animal by punching it. Yeah, but I really want to punch the dog. Oh, all right then. <laughs> they were like, cut, do whatever you like. And then they said... <laughs> so the well, whole thing we'll about... Fix it, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> so a lot of the trivia that I read up for this movie, and I'm sure you did too, Ryan. I read all of it, yeah. Yeah, kept mentioning the whole rule of threes with the dog... Um, mm. doing the bark, growl, and then chasing its tail thing. It happens three times in the movie, mm. and and like this time it's meant to indicate that something's wrong. With yeah. The yeah. So I thought I thought that that meant like they were its previous owners or something like that. Yeah, that is true. But, but, but that would be since, interesting. That would be interesting but, as hell. But whether that's true or not, it just seems to indicate, oh, this dog just happens to know that they're bad people. Yeah, dogs can sense that. Here's something I would like to uh, point out. Mm. Last episode, we did Catch That Kid. The movie was similar. No, the movie was like half an hour shorter. This movie's two hours. It really feels like it's two hours long. And uh, yeah. it's long in the tooth. I think it should be should have been cut down like ten minutes. But... This movie has got a longer feeling of pace to it, which I think really accommodates it, because this movie has a lot happen in it. I can think that I think that all the movies we've done in this show, lots of things happen in it, and this movie is probably one of the most simplistic plots out of the ones we've done. But lots of interesting things happen in between it, and there comes a point. Then this is the point where we just haven't had a musical number in ages, and we just don't get mm. one for ages, and then I kind of you kind of forget. In these last, I would say, ooh, 20 minutes or so, it's a musical? You just forget. Mm. Yeah, there's like that one where <coughs> Jamie Foxx is sad that she's going to be taken away by her real parents while uh, Cameron Diaz is also singing, so is Annie. And then there's the Plenty. whole plot thing. And yeah. then around the time the resolution happens, that's where you get the final musical number. <laughs> yeah. Was... I guess it's kind of, to bring it up again, Purple Rain, it's the opposite of that. Because Purple Rain ended on like two musical numbers in a row and those were the resolution of the movie hmm yeah if we could compare this more to purple rain i would love to do that please she's wearing purple she's about to cry like doves you commented on grace's boobs earlier purple rain did have boobs now boobs oh no look how sad she is she's sad let's talk about boobs she's like hey kids oh Ryan here's another thing that we can tie into something that you brought up a few times on this show boobs the whole idea of what if this movie was made before mobile phones were oh yeah yeah Mm. this movie really solves that problem because it's problem is solved by mobile phones yeah, and the internet and the whole Should thing that you can access forever. the internet. Yeah, yeah. I wish child abduction would be this easy to stop. 
Yeah, just I mean. Instagram yelling kids from backs of cars. <laughs> I bet there's an account on Twitter like that over on Instagram where it's called Kids Yelling. Kids, <laughs> it's like, kids yelling in cars. <laughs> and who's it made by? And you find out it's made by Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, and he's just like, what? I like kids yelling in cars. Stop singing. So <laughs> stop singing. So yeah, being fired and punched was his comeuppance. Yeah, he came up. Oh, as bit, far as we know, this is one of my favorite bits. As well. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> Where he's like, I don't know a thing about a helicopters. Is right here. That was, that <laughs> Why was is great. he there? Why is he coming? Who are they? How are they going to fit Annie in the helicopter? I, like, I feel like that's too many people for the helicopter is, to be dangerous. Isn't this kind of like a thing though? Like where you can't all, fit people in helicopters. Yeah, all the people who. <laughs> All the people who the main character is really close to all come in in the climax. So I guess that is true. Way. But he could have caught a fucking cab. <laughs> well, regardless, I mean, of this how was he before got... Uber, so I guess he had to take a long way around. Well, there's a car. Ah, it's New York. New no York. one has cars. Everyone gets a cab everywhere well, except for bad guys. Like these people, no wonder why there's traffic jams. New York pre- seems pretty uh, barren. <laughs> like, there's barely any people. Oh no, she's screaming. I'm loving this. I like how she's like, she's doing it on purpose. Well, no shit. <laughs> like, what? But like, even if you saw somebody famous yelling in the back of a car, would you really take a photo and then post it on social media? Totally. If I saw me in the back of a car, I'm famous. Yeah. They have the whole thing. People of... were saying to me the other day, Ryan from Spit and Polish presents my unappreciated masterpiece. You need more photos of you in the back of cars yelling. yelling. <laughs> and I'm like, I Help. agree. No, I agree. You're saying about it? <laughs> they had the whole thing of um, the, the mobile phone company can you know spy on people. Yeah, and, they do spy, mm. except but, for like in yeah. Brazil. But does are they tracking her through that or the fact that it's nah. all on Instagram? It's all and on stuff. Instagram, Twitter. They're figuring so, out where she is by the locations of these photos because these people don't. None of these people have phones on them, so they can't track them. So. Uh oh! Oh no! It stacks. Wow! He'd be following us. Oh, I don't know. Use your brain, sweetheart. I'm nervous. Drive faster. Uh, yes. Maybe they. Maybe they're not. Thinking... Not why are the police after us. Maybe they. Yeah. Why is stacks the guy who we just stole the kid off following us? Huh. Maybe. Maybe thought... he wants to give us a hug. Maybe their thought process is, oh, maybe Guy's coming to check up on us. To see yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, holy shit, Guy's after us. But he knows that we can't stop driving right now because, you know, we're we're running from the police for some apparent reason because of, oh, no child theft. That was like a good coordinated yeah. um, centre of capture. Uh, yeah, and then the limo driver's the one who tackles him down. Yeah. And the police just accept this. They're like, hands up, everybody, like you all... Like, they don't know who these people are. The police are just doing their jobs. The real heroes are the police in these movies. Mm. Except for the Coast Guard and Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that again. <laughs> the ones who had a debate <laughs> over whether they're good or not. <laughs> they're clearly evil. But then Jamie Foxx, we've missed the plot twist where she believes for no apparent reason just to cause more conflict. Because this movie needed more conflict by the end that she believes he orchestrated this all along but then he points his bent finger at her 
And, He's uh, like, you're number one. <laughs> don't sing. Finger. <laughs> Ew, when Eddie got fingered. Ew. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. I was indicating glory holes and gummies. Dude, Ryan. Hey, that was all you. That was not me. Ryan, one of the microphones says fox on it. Fox? Could it Motor? be? Could it be? Uh, is the truth out there? <laughs> no, dude. Could it be Jamie and Michael's brother? <gasps> The news reporter. <laughs> the news reporter. No, the five. microphone. Yeah, the microphone. Jamie, Michael, and microphone. <laughs> Jamie. There are so many foxes. Jamie, Mike, and Michael. <laughs> There's two yeah. mics. It's kind because it's dusty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like a, how he fake cries without crying. I yeah, relate to he that. doesn't really. Yeah, I, I often don't cry. Um, I'm like, it's dusty. Conceal, don't feel. So <laughs> when Jamie Fox eventually does die. In his memoriam video, they're going to have that scene where it's like, I'm not crying. It's dust. And just say, Jamie Foxx. Like, they don't have Annie or anything. It's just, just Jamie like, Foxx. Just well, well Annie didn't die. Huh? Annie's not the one who's dying. No, right but now. like from Annie. Like, Annie. You know how they make sure you know what movie. Oh, and then she's like, get your, stick your two fingers in her pussy, man. Come on. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> get your shit together, son. Like, Why? Am I the only one here? I want a white mum. I want a white mummy and a black daddy. Jeez, now stick your fingers up there. I want a sister. <laughs> I want a, I want a half sister. Why don't you do things differently? You put two in one. Usually they say one in the pink, one in the stink. <laughs> well, you know, you got to start out gentle. They're only going up for the first time. He has to gently finger bang her with two. Jeez, oh, jeez. Barty doesn't know anything about romance. So much romance. Gee whiz, guys. Can it. Gee whiz, guys. Can it. I'm going to tell my mum on you once she's done with the internet ad libs and she's come back from the toffee shop. I'm going to tell Mr. Belding on you. I live a hard knock life, dang it. Gosh. Gosh. Dab, dang nabbit, dang nabbit. Gosh. Dang it, sassafras. Oh, the last song started. Oh, we're tying a knot. It's a noose. It's it around your neck. You have to like watch the extras in the background dancing. Oh, okay, this guy the with the sunglasses. I also noticed but, him. I, I wrote yeah. him down in my notes going, the happiest person in the movie. Yeah, wait, wait this guy with sunglasses. In like the jacket with the black sunglasses. Yeah, in the blue, sh- like it's yeah, got like blue, the blue shirt or something. Shirt. Around, or something. I know Here he is. Like, well. Okay, you go oh. watch his butt. Like, he's like the happiest gentleman ever he's in the like, world. Yeah. Like, look at him. He looks so happy, but then like. The best part is Cameron Diaz joins in and loses like, whoa, it's clearly between them two. And then then Grace just joins in. It's like, whoa, Grace, I want somebody to come up and be like, whoa, 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 Grace. You know it's clearly Grace between them two. You. There he is, look at him. He, he gets more and more into it, Bartek, like, as it goes happy on. Happy dancing. I, mean, I recognize the police dancing. But the policeman me. does dance. I, but just, look, I love the awkward bobbing. I love awkward bobs too. Like your haircut back my when you were a kid. <laughs> that was my haircut in like year seven, guys. That, year that awkward seven. bobbing. Oh, God. Year seven. I thought you were like seven years old yourself. That's not that long ago. That was like <laughs> ten years like ago. Ten years. Yeah, ten years since I was in year seven. My hair's grown up since then. It is quite long. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. It is quite long. Fact. Fact. Madison's hair is quite long. Look at him. <laughs> Look at this guy. He gets really into it when like she starts doing this and then yeah. like... He he is like I am joining in with this. Jamie Fox looks unhappy to be here. He's like I he can't is really the one, dance. What he's the only dance. one that's a dancer, musician, singer, and he seems like he gives the less shits out of anyone here. He's like oh, no, I don't care. I do I do this in my sleep. Yep. So Cameron Diaz gave us <clears throat> another callback. Yep. 
she's tying a knot. Oh, look, there he is, Bartek. <laughs> look at him. It's, so all in the, it's all in the hips. It's all in, in the, the hips. hips. <laughs> so Jamie Foxx is like, where's my money? Because you know he auditioned to be in Jerry Maguire. Jamie Foxx did? Yeah, but uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. got the part, and he auditioned the... You know, he auditioned for, you know, the money, the money. And he's just like, where's my money? And he's just all that. So it's Ryan, like, that's the room. Yeah, that's the room. Where's my fucking money, Denny? <laughs> I look, it's that guy from Saturday Night Live that's always like that guy who always comments like, on the fourth wall. slightly walk. homophobic. Yeah, and he's always making fun about white people even though he's white. And oh, they're red. Get it, guys? Because Annie's red. Red-head Annie. Red. How does that make you dancing. feel as a redhead? Um, uh, like conflicted. Conflictions? Conflicted. So, uh, you know, Pepper, she, she looks fairly white in this movie. Yeah. But then I look her up on IMDb and the picture of the actress is a lot, uh, 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 um, blacker. Oh, so they're kind of... Then, uh, then she is in this movie. So I'm like, did they just light skin her up? They kind of chalked her a little bit. Is it because she, she was too peppery <laughs> to begin with? Oh, and like another, and like not only was it Will Smith and his wife, but clearly his wife's brother or something, Caleb Pinkett and Jay Smith and Tay Tay, Tay Tay, Tay Tay. We all love our Tay Tays. Oh, it sounds like something else. So, tits. Okay, Barta, calm down. We get, we get it. You have some big hairy tits. <laughs> well, I actually do, Ryan, and I we, thank we, you not to bring it up. Yeah, I'm sorry, Barta. Be quiet. And I'll show sensitive. It. I'll show them to you. Tia Nolan. I wonder if she's related to Christopher Nolan. Uh, again, Batman connections. What trying. about my year seven maths teacher, two, Mr. Two, two, Nolan? Two, two, tomorrow, tomorrow. And then, oh, oh, here she is. And, uh, yep. And everyone's like, shit, Cameron Diaz can sing. Not. Shit, not. <laughs> and then, this is the end of the movie. At the end credits, I do believe it is uh, Jamie Foxx in the theatre watching the Ashton Kutcher movie and just commenting on it. Oh, did you like how in that outtake, the what guy was back there and he was just, like, dancing? He's like, yeah. Too bad he didn't have a musical number called What? <laughs> and he was just like, what? What you doing? <laughs> Ryan, I remember now. Her name is Quavenjane. Quivenjane. Yeah. Is Thank it? you. That's Her name is Quivenjane. Quivenjane Wallace. Quivenjane Wallace. I needed to have a look at it Quin- in the credits. To Quin- imagine Quin- trying to teach a kid to say that. Quinn. Well, Quinn. I can sympathise <laughs> with her. Yeah, Bartek. So. Because of my last name. Oh, I give up on his last name, and my last name's equally annoying to say. I'm gonna name I'm my single. daughter Quivenjane. Quivenjane. Quivenjane Oh god! I'm just gonna name mine Steve. <laughs> Steve, boy or girl? That's my Steve. dad's name, oddly enough. Girl, old Stephanie, <laughs> Stevie. You know the re- the reason why I know how it's pronounced is because I went on YouTube and there's like a 30 second video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, guy yeah. at a really loud party asking her to say her name. So after she says it loudly, it cuts to him and he's like this goofy looking guy. He's like, "All right, here's how you pronounce it, guys." Quavenjane. So, we've made it to the end, guys. Emotional time all round. So, this is the part in which we do our reviews and give it a rating out of how we feel. Bartek, could you give us your review and your rating? Sure I can. I mean, it's me, isn't it? 
Yep. <laughs> and then, like, in fact, it's not Bartek. It was Madison doing a wicked impersonation of Bartek. And, and then, I was doing a wicked impersonation of Madison. Yeah, so it's a complete role reversal, like the movie Face Off. So, give us your thoughts. Okay. So, as I mentioned earlier, I came into this movie not knowing anything about it, but what I did think I knew, it was a movie that it was not. Yep. No one died. I thought it was, as we said, Carrie, which because I haven't seen either of these and they're both a girl's name and I knew that both of them had a girl main character who's in school, even though in this movie the school is put aside very quickly. Yeah. yeah very it quickly. It is put aside as quick as day. So I started watching the movie and, you know, it, it wasn't that long before I realised, okay, okay, yeah, Carrie's a different thing. So at that point I was like, oh, okay, so I'm in... 20 minutes it took him. (laughs) (laughs) The song, The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow, does not appear for quite some time, but go on. I I suppose maybe in retrospect it wasn't so much that I realised that this wasn't the murder movie, but it was me realising why I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) Because even that... It's technically the second song, but the song where... They're singing in the bedroom and Pepper's being Hard all cynical. And, no, the one right before that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one... I can't remember how it goes, but it's the one where Pepper's being all earth and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, around then, I was like, this is a musical movie. Shit, dog. I, yeah, because... What? I knew... <laughs> what, what, what? Because, yeah, I, I knew that Annie's an old thing, but I didn't exactly know that it was a musical. Yeah. That's God. probably embarrassing to say, but... There you go, people. <laughs> Ryan tapped me on the head just now. Because yeah. um, you're a special kid. Thank you! Special in a different way. Well, that's a last name that's Polish. Tomaszewski. What does it mean? It's, it's a last name, Ryan. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> but, some cultures' names mean stuff. But, it means Brian. But backward to my review. Like, it means, like, he's a killer. Go on. Yes. So I really <laughs> like... The Fresh Prince of Bel Air was in this. Yes, go on, please. Hurry up. <laughs> okay, just finish. Look, okay. I will not look at the screen anymore. I really like this movie. Jamie Foxx, I mentioned, was my favorite character in Hero. terms of the not silly ones. Yeah. I never really said who it was. It would be a toss-up between you know guy and the what guy. What guy? Guy and the what guy? Jeez. Um. <sighs> It was touching. The relationship between uh, Quivenjanae's character and Jamie Foxx's character was pretty much what sold me on this movie. You know, it started off with that whole political thing of, Mm. uh, oh, yeah, we'll have this agreement, you can live here, which is really nice, and I can use you for publicity and stuff like that. Bit dickish, but it was an understanding. No problemo. Um... But as it evolved, around the time where you mentioned she made him the breakfast and he was kind of goofy about it, he was feeding yeah. it to the dog, pretending he really liked it, um, It was that was the point where it started getting better. And it was the scene where uh, he called Grace and asked her, you know, in a roundabout way, because he's... Can I adopt her? Yeah, because he he's a bit of a blokey guy, so he doesn't... Her? He's not fully out there with his feelings. He asks her, uh, hypothetically, you know, what, what would it take to, you know, adopt a daughter and stuff like that? Um... To pause my review for a second. Be, be moved. moved. Be moved. I don't know if that's a company or something. <laughs> in, but the sub, in the credits, it just says, be moved yes. in big letters. It's the last thing you see before this ending scene where they're watching the midquake, yeah. whatever it's called. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. So, so yeah. 
just that's pretty much my main thing about it as much i like musicals and the music in this was very catchy i enjoyed it but it was the relationship between the uh, foster dad and daughter that really mm. got me into it well, it's good stuff yeah so I would have to give this movie... It's hard. We gave it a lot of things. Oh, yeah. There, there are a lot of times where we just get up to this part where we give it a, a rating and we just have to think, what, what, am I, what does my heart say? Or in this case, what does my penis heart... Penis in the heart. Penis Come on, Barca, get to the top. Three, two, one. I give this movie a whole body. A whole body? Yes. A whole body experience. A whole body. Well... I will move on and give... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just drop that whole body. I'll give a quick review. Bartok, you went pretty well. He said everything that needs to be said, really. This movie's a musical. Fact. This movie's a black version of Annie. Fact. This movie has Jamie Foxx. Fact. <laughs> this movie has Cameron Diaz. Fact. And the biggest fact of them all. This been- movie has condoms in it. Fact. That's just a fact. Such a right fact. There. Fact, fact, fact. You're stealing her review. Nope, sorry. And <laughs> if I had to give... Okay, I love this movie. It was, a, it was a great movie. I was really happy to do a newer movie because as much as I love the era of the early 2000s, late 90s, I was feeling a little bit stagnant with that. Like, all the movies had the same look, the same tone, the same feeling. One runs into the other. Like, you could marathon all 20 of those movies that we've done and they all kind of blur into one another into this great cataclysm of wonderful films. And I felt like we needed a shift. Once we did a movie from 1990s in the early part, now we're doing a movie that's closer to our time to get an understanding of, hey, it's not just one period of time that these unappreciated movies come from, but even really close. I remember this movie being highly advertised, but no one went to see it. Did you guys see it? When it came out, no. Nobody saw this movie, and I am disappointed in the human race for that. If I had to give this movie a rating, if I had to give it a rating, do I? What? <laughs> That's my rating. Just, just what? what? What What do you want from me? What? Can you imagine this movie with Joe Pesci, the guy from Goodfellas, and he's what? like, what? Come on. He's just like, I know him from Raging Bull. <laughs> yeah. Madison, let's hear your, your, your review and the rating of your choice. Of, of Annie. Um, yeah. Well, first, I've never seen a musical that I relate to more than this one in film form. Yeah. Um, okay. Except for maybe the original Annie. Um, I found it interesting, um, enjoyable in parts, um, whimsical. (laughs) Whimsical, yeah. Um, I don't know, like, quite the rating. I think, I think just the Ferrero shares and the condom cameo. (laughs) (laughs) Just the rating, Ferrero shares and condoms. Like that's any... a night out. So, so, yeah. <laughs> so, that's out. like my ideal night, guys. Um, for <laughs> Take that. The boyfriend that's been with her for four months. I guess, you know, <laughs> the, the fifth month anniversary present's going to be... Oh, I'd be aware. in condom. <laughs> so, so to paint a picture, it would be like a person lying down dreaming and inside the dream, there's like a Ferrero Rocher inside a condom. Yeah. The ultimate love making is to be. I think it'd be like latexy have... though. Oh. No, the ultimate love experience. You don't have to eat it. What she's <laughs> saying is she just wants to have sex with a Ferrero Rocher. That's the ultimate experience that we all want is to have sex with confectionery and chocolates. Everybody wants to. It's just frowned upon. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I mean, 
Why do you think they call it a Twix? I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) So, Madison, what I didn't tell you before prepping you was, not only do we do our own reviews, I, this is my favourite part, I go to IMDb and find reviews for this movie that match a certain kind of theme. Last week, I kind of defined these movie critiques in a perfect way that I think we're going to carry on, which was... These reviews are from another dimension entirely. It's like if we looked into another dimension in which this movie did successfully and these people are adoring it. Because this is not our reality. And some of these people speak in ways, and this first review particularly, speaks in ways that no human from our dimension would speak. But somewhere in some parallel universe. Over the rainbow. Over the rainbow. This one, Bartek, you gotta love this. This one's just, I'm sorry. I've got to cut in straight away. I, 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 your comment's not going to be as good as this review. I, I'm just cutting. I wasn't making a joke, but okay. No, nothing's as good as this one. Cameron Diaz is the title. Could I just give some sort of disclosure on it? Yeah. When I went to IMDb to look at this, I briefly noticed this and I read like the first sentence and I stopped because I knew I'm going to wait for the show because uh, I know Ryan's going to read I, this. I hope. I went through... Okay, fun fact. I like to try and get negative and positive reviews. I went through seven pages... And the lowest review I could find was seven stars. Oh, wow. And all of these reviews, you might hear something in common with, I don't like the negative reviews on this site, but I could not find them. I gave up after page seven. Uh, I've been waiting to hear this okay. review for like Cameron hours. Diaz, okay. 10 out of 10. I, <laughs> I, love, I love that movie. But Cameron Diaz is a good actress in Shrek film series. Yeah, I love, I love. Yeah, come on, Bartek. I love, and this is from America, too. Yeah, this is this is all that I read of this review. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love Shrek movie to Cameron Diaz. Could you give Cameron Diaz a favor? <laughs> could you? Could could you? Could you give Cameron Diaz a favor? I just want to find. Oh God, Jesus! I just wanted to find find Macaulay Culkin. Somewhere in New York City, call the police and call the straight mental jacket hospital. The straight jacket mental hospital for Macaulay Culkin. Cameron Diaz wants to see him in New York. Ask her that I want to speak with her. Macaulay, <laughs> Jesus. Macaulay Culkin's in trouble. Call the straight jacket mental hospital to Macaulay Culkin and New York. Yeah. <laughs> Another dimension. <laughs> And, so bizarre. And oh god, and New York and New York Police Department to find Macaulay Culkin. I would like to speak with him. I would like to. I would like to speak with him, please. It's important. Don't worry. I guess I'll see you real soon. Just ask Cameron Diaz to see me in Rockin' in Rockland, California. Tell her to bring Macaulay Culkin in Rockland, California, too. I've got a surprise for the animated movies. It's a Disney movie, and now I've got to go... Now I've got work to do. Thanks for stopping by. I hope you love this. Have a nice day. I have no faith in society. This was written by someone in America... In 2015. 
Sometimes I let these slide because they've written in like the late 90s or the early 2000s where people didn't understand how the internet worked and you know, blah, 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 blah. But this one, the literal phrase, Cameron Diaz wants to see him in New York City. Ask her that I want to speak with her. Macaulay Culkin's in trouble. And like, why is Macaulay Culkin being brought up in this? And then, have a nice day. This movie makes my day. 10 out of 10. I forgot that last little bit. This movie makes my day. 10 out of 10. No. That was a mistake on my part. That's the name of the next review. This movie makes my day a 10 out of 10 review. Again, all of them are practically 10 out of 10. This one written in 2016, right? So really, really close to where we are now. We're not at even the start. halfway through the year, yeah. And there's that start. Okay, this is what they had to say. Wow, what a delightful surprise. Everyone in the family loved this movie. And yeah, we enjoy this version much more than the original. And we are white. <laughs> I love how they had to make that a point In brackets For those ones who claim that this is a black version of Annie End brackets My three year old daughter is obsessed with it And even my husband Who hates musicals Really liked this one Because there is much more Much more realistic vibe to it The beats are groovy The singing the singing is impeccable and is not accompanied by excessive dancing involving a group of 100 all with the same facial expression and then they put a little smiley face so i guess that expression smiley face yep no yeep yeah they put yeep this is not your type of musical it is so much better instead of skipping the singing moments you play them over and over again and the kid annie Oh my, what a voice. I cannot believe how much emotion she puts into her songs. And she is only 11. 10 out of 10. It's almost unbelievable that's her singing. <coughs> yeah, it is. This, this one is from Japan. Ooh, this might be and the first one from Japan. It's called Love It. 10 out of 10. Oh, that's a thing I forgot in the trivia. Apparently, this movie is huge in Japan. Every movie is huge like, in apparently, Japan. Every... Apparently, the soundtrack to Annie from the 2014 Black Annie is like the the most bought music wow. CD on an Amazon, Amazon Japan apart from Japanese productions. That's beautiful. Wow. Well, let's see what this uh, Japanese person had to say. Annie is a little orphan girl who is looking for her parents every day. She lives in an orphanage with other girls. One day, she is chasing a running dog. She is hardly run over by a car. Hardly. <laughs> hardly, just partially. <laughs> or is it like, ah, she hardly got hit by it. <laughs> or is That's it like, was it was really hard? <laughs> okay. The person who helps Annie is Will Stacks. The mayor of New York City. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, is in, he is evaluated by what he did. So, as to get more votes, he and his secretary welcomes Annie to their residence and start living together. <laughs> Annie knows that he is doing... He is doing for that election, but for her, it is a good way to look for her parents also. Two. <laughs> also, <laughs> also two. Also two. Also two. Okay. How will the relationships be in the end? Can Annie find her parents? This movie is the remake version, and the previous one is shown. Uh, and the previous one is shown a long time ago. Actually, I knew Annie, but I didn't have the opportunities to watch, so it was my first time. 
I was asked to watch this movie, and I also rented this DVD and watched it a f and watch a few times. I really like it. The storyline is very good and heartwarming. Also, since the musical, also since this is a musical movie, about ten songs are included. They make me very. They make. Others. They make me very fun to watch, and didn't feel bored at all. I totally like everything. I was, just, I was like hearing that in like an Asian accent. I totally like. Oh, that's racist. Um. Okay, this one's a bit of a longer one, so I'll try and get it at a good pace. Refreshing opportunity. Smiles, songs, and heart. 10 out of 10. I've seen it 12 times now. A movie that makes me laugh and sing along with the characters with the characters deserves a 10. Because the experience of going to the theatre should be a positive one. This new Annie is a refreshing opportunity to enjoy and feel good. You will connect emotionally with the characters. Annie, Mr. Stax, Miss Hannigan, Grace and Lou. And care about their journey. This is a film that celebrates the wonders of childhood. It reminds us of how precious our little girls are. Annie, 2014, will make you laugh, smile, and it will warm your heart. There are some wonderful and touching moments. Those are the moments you look forward to if you watch this film a second, or third, or fourth time. Q Wallace. I love they just they didn't even want to bother either. They just wrote Q Wallace. So cool, Performance is energetic and genuine. Her singing is stellar. No wonder why Annie has two Golden Globe nominations, Best Actress in Musical, and Best Original Score. The way Wallace sings Opportunity is breathtaking. Wow. Because she took lots of breaths. <laughs> Our contemporary Annie is authentic and smart. She navigates the streets of New York with the hope that one day the sun will shine upon her and she will find her parents. I love her assertiveness. I am a foster child, not an orphan. In many ways, Annie is a role model. We should all learn from her about... We should all learn from her. About the other characters, R. Byrne is a lonely sweetheart, is lonely, sweet, intelligent assistant who finds a friend in Annie. C. Diaz portrays a hopeless slash bitter failed singer who now takes care of the foster little girls. J. Fox plays a funny, lonely, and ambitious <laughs> mayor of New York. Michael J. Fox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Candidate. He sings too. He too sings with passion and heart. I love how Lou, the Latin guy, adds a spicy, <laughs> funny, and sweet twist. Latina. Any flaws with the, this movie? Yes. Some songs are bad, and some scenes are, and some scenes are terribly silly. But those flaws do not eclipse the great message, the great music, and the great acting. The more I watch it, the more I love Annie and her quest. Overall, Annie 2014 delivers what it promises. Music, family, comedy, and sentiment. That was a 10 out of 10, guys. Some scenes were terrible, but 10 out of 10. I love some, some terrible, but 10 out of 10. Real critics don't rate with ones is the name of this next one, and it's a 10 out of 10. It is a shame many have to offset a movie's rating with exaggerated numbers to attempt to get a reasonable rating outcome for some movies. 
I don't get why IMDb allow a 1 or 2 ratings out of a perfect 10. There are some very dumb so-called movies in the world. However, we have to get off of the dumb 1 ratings because a movie has personal issues with some... Like, because a movie has personal issues with some movie opinions. Okay, a 1 out of 5 would make sense for someone who totally hate everything about a movie. Yeah, I get it. Different faces and a breach away from the original Annie musical. Okay, then we take away points for originality. Well, how about individual character acting? Okay, then we slam off points for poor acting. What about the feel or the plot of the movie? Was it entertaining? Maybe funny? Interesting? I'm making the point that Annie falls far from short of originality. However, entertaining and acting was not subpar, worthy of a senseless 1 out of 10. I have seen too many movie ratings ruined by people by people personal 1 out of 10 ratings, which should be more of a 4 or 5 out of 10. And I also know the reverse of some people like myself who may rate a movie 10 just to offset those ridiculous 1 out of 10 ratings. Anyhow, the movie was good for an updated version of Annie. Great entertainment for the family. It definitely deserves better ratings than a 3 or lower. I recommend this movie for great family entertainment and a twist of the original Annie. Beautiful stuff. And here's the last one, guys. It's an emotional one. Okay. Such a great movie. Destroyed by songs. <laughs> 7 out of 10. Okay. This, Only a 7 out of 10. This is the lowest one. And this is, in all caps, too much songs. Uh, too too many much songs. Sorry. Too much songs. Stop singing. <laughs> it's written by Guy. No, too it's much, written by Cameron Diaz. Too much songs. <laughs> I come from an Indian background. Where in movies there is a few songs, but this is just too much. Just a few songs. <laughs> I've mean, seen Bollywood movies. I've seen Bollywood too. I think many songs. But there are just a few songs. But this is just too much. It was such a great movie, ruined by songs. I quite enjoyed it, but to be honest, I think they emphasize the kids' parts of the movie too much. They emphasize the kid part of Annie. You mean miss the condom cameo, obviously. I mean, they just had too many songs. Two songs would have been alright, but this is just insane. Two to songs. To conclude, I really recommend this movie to anyone that has kids, but other than that, you're going to need a lot of patience to cope with the songs. It has a good story that really shows a very important point. I often see it many times when the poor are not greedy and always and are always happy with that with what they got and the rich opposite. But to be honest, I have also seen the complete opposite happen other areas, so it's more based on opinions. 7 out of 10. <laughs> I like tough, he's like, I tough. want this musical movie to only have two songs. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> one, not a one at the end and one at the start. Like, <laughs> opening credits, credits ending, ending credits. credits. <laughs> Too much songs. Too many songs. <laughs> Stop singing. Stop singing. So, guys, that was Annie, 2014. How do we feel? Do we feel good that we've got this energy out to speak about such a magnificent movie? We walked in with our heads held low thinking, maybe we can't do justice to this unjustifiable movie, but I think we have did it. Madison, Maddie, mad. 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 She's a mad woman. She's looking at condoms and lolly jars. Gobbies, 
Ferrero Rocher. Was I was all innocent. <laughs> sure you are. She's a ginger. We all know they're promiscuous. That's the other urban legend. Maybe that's why they had to make a black Annie. Black Annie. Blanny. Yeah. Too promiscuous. It's been great to have you on. First timer. I know. Now we pop that cherry, which also happened to be red. <laughs> Bartek, as always, you've been a wonderful co-host, saying the things that we miss, the important things, questioning, forever questioning. It's always hard with movies like this, especially with us two having done so many, that it feels like, for me, feels inappropriate after a while to keep asking questions because we've asked them before, we've tread this ground before, but sometimes you, we do. We do need to ask these questions because the answers are always different to these movies, don't you think, Bartek? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bartek, as always, you've been a wonderful host. And you guys have been wonderful, fantastic listening people. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Spit and Polish Presents. We also have an iTunes uh, link, which is also Spit and Polish Presents. And, of course, the Podbean. So feel free to follow us on there. Give us any ratings or comments or whatever. Because, hey, if you want to suggest a movie that we do, well, you know, we need to know because... You might be sitting there going, when are they going to do Black Annie, you know? And then we may have never gone to Black Annie. It's only by sheer luck and force and gobbies. (laughs) So many goddamn gobbies, Jesus Christ. You guys have been great, fantastic, wonderful listening people. And as always, be kind to each other and never, ever, ever tread on your father or brother. Yes, and Ryan, you've also been a great co-host once again. Thank you, Batek. You're very welcome, Ryan, for you. Thank you. Until next next time, guys. Uh, you almost said nest instead of next. <laughs> <coughs> what? What? Nest. What?